everybody, and welcome back to Core. This is Core, where we talk about video games in the industry and all the news around it, the games we're playing, and all that stuff. Uh, why it's one third of the trilogy of shows on the Frog Pants Network that focus on gaming, which you can check out at frogpantsplays.com. That's this show, the instance where we tackle big, big issues, and the Boop Show, where we talk about indies. We get into the smaller spaces of gaming. But if you're looking for the middle bit, the meat of the sandwich, you came to the right place. Welcome back. I'm Scott with, Bunk, with John meat. and Bo. Yeah, it's good to be the meat, right? You like being the meat? Yeah. Yeah? Meat's good. Wait, I'm the meat, John. Oh, bread. I thought oh. we were all the meat. Aren't we all the meat? Oh, that's for a meat sandwich. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because the two other shows are the bread. We're the meat in the middle. See? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is we're, it an all-meat sandwich? It's an all-meat sandwich all the time. All meat. Never stop with the meat. Well, that's just a hard no from vegans, <laughs> Well, it's it's <laughs> ultimate meat. Oh, is it? Two. What do they call that? Special meat? No, it's the called... The meat you can't believe is meat. It's impossible meat. Impossible, impossible meat. meat. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's the stuff. <laughs> uh, so if you're if you're hearing the show and you're not a patron of the show, uh, you got to hear a whole bunch of extra stuff today. I want to point that out because uh, that extra 42 minutes or so is what we call bonus content on the show. And it really ends up being kind of being its own show in a weird way. Uh, and if you would like to hear that every week uh, and get more of that broader discussion, why head on over to patreon.com slash core show and take advantage of us today. All right, let's get right into it. There was a leak. Uh, there's still some question as to how uh, accurate these leaked video game names are. But uh, and video and video and video and video makers of fine video cards everywhere, uh, has confirmed it. I still feel funny about it, though, because I don't know how you confirm this when you're not the one making these games. All you're confirming is that you've had these (laughs) names come across your service, but they say the list is real. The claims are speculative. Here are the games that NVIDIA, uh, what's it called? GeForce Now service. And these were, how are these leaked? They were leaked in some kind of like... Uh, I, need to say, I need to say something. Say it. And video killed the AMD star. Oh, <laughs> man. When you, when you said NVIDIA, that's been going in my head the whole time. Anyways. You got to say ATX star because that's back when they were ATX. Oh, yeah. oh deep was, cuts. Was it ATX? Yeah, ATX. Right? What yeah. am I thinking of? Before, before uh, AMD bought them, yeah, they were ATX video cards. That's it. My brain's not that old. Uh, anyway, here's what they've got. They've got this database containing a whole bunch of stuff, including uh, God of War from the PlayStation. Uh, God of War, that one, the new one, the, the the last new one, not the one that's being made right now, but the one before that. Uh, there were already rumors that they were going to maybe do that. There's screenshots of some of this stuff, by the way. Uh, God of War PC, Gears 6, uh, a whole bunch more. I'll read some of the more exciting ones here. How about Titan Quest 2? What you looking for what? a Diablo hold? You looking for Diablo scratching? You're itching? Hell yes, that's oh. exciting. That's the best one on the Titan Quest Classic. Yeah. Oh my Titan god. Quest. 2021 Titan Quest or 2022? Yeah. Please. Is that, is that what they're saying? Is two 22 or 21? I hope it's it's, it's called Titan Quest Two. But I'm just saying, yeah. like that game is old too, and like a new modern. You know, it was a good game. Yeah, they could make another one. I don't you know. ATI, Hopefully. not ATX. Sorry, everybody. Gosh, dang it! It is ATI. ATI used Video to make those cards. Video kill the ATI star. <laughs> uh, not as, it doesn't roll off the tongue as easy, but it's all right. No, it's not as yeah. How about this one? Half Life Two remastered. That's one. 
Uh, that seems awesome. Mm. I would very much like to get back into that world. They updated all the graphics for Alex, so they got the assets lying around. Mm-hmm. Some of pretty them anyway. easy, yeah. pretty easy to do. That's a that's a very old game now. Two thousand four is a long time ago, and uh, yeah. there, it would take a lot to really bring that into into the modern looking sort of age. It can't just be upres to four K and you know higher no, resolution. No, but they probably art. got all the the models like the you know all the it's all the same dudes. <laughs> like they've done the they've done half the work already. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, I remember just, how excited we were when we first saw the tech demo for. Half-Life 2 and it was like look you shoot wood and it splinters yeah. and that blew our mind Yeah, we're like what yeah. it doesn't put a decal of a bullet hole in the wood <laughs> and the wood doesn't just go <laughs> and split exactly the same as everything else yeah. like oh my gosh no that game incredible. was a, that was stuff was amazing the gravity gun or whatever it was that was called the gravity gun yeah um, picking up barrels firing them at people and doing it with physics, you know, like stuff would fall around itself, like real physics. That, that was kind of unheard of in 04. Very yeah, few examples. now we take it for granted. Now, yeah. like, an indie game comes out without that tech, and we're like, what's going on with this? Yeah, right? Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other Must day. Must have been one guy. Must have been one guy made it. Could have been one guy. You never know. I always think about, like, uh, some. I think about this stuff all the time, and I think about the things I take for granted now that I just take as, like, acceptable amazing stuff in a game that no one's even heard of but it's got it all in there now it's built into these engines it's all part of unreal and unity and everybody else but back in the day you know this was that was like groundbreaking life-altering stuff happening in that demo i was i was beyond excited and i love that game i played it to completion half-life 2 and i would probably maybe play it again i don't know i have to think about it uh project or xbox project oxide Unannounced strategy game, whatever the hell that is. We don't know so nothing, of, nothing about Age that. Age of Empires, maybe? Maybe new Age of Empires? Maybe, but well, we have that coming. They're already doing one. Yeah, that's yeah. happening. Yeah, so it might be that. I don't know, but. Oh, it could strategy be. Strategy yeah. game, you know. It could be a code name. Yeah, it totally could be. Um, let's Seems see. like a big deal. Bioshock 2022. If I say that too loud, my daughters will freak out. They love that series. Um, what do you think the the crazy world we would visit in a Bioshock 2022 would be? Uh, everything's set in a... We've done an underwater city and a sky city. Yeah, everything's in a trailer in that third a lava, world. A lava city. Ooh, a lava yeah. city. Oh, Trailer Park Boys? It's just like a giant Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> yeah, thing. with piss jugs and all that. That'd be <laughs> awesome. No, I I, uh, I don't know, actually. That's a really great question. Where What would be the the... Because space base, the moon base. It could be base. space, yeah. But then again, that's just kind of what's the game that these are all based on anyway? Uh, System, System Shock. Shock. It's like that. So I don't mm. know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, XCOM 3, no other details. We know what we want out of that. More great yep. XCOM. Yep. Uh, Injustice 3, cool. Okay. You know what I'm that means? On, New Tom Taylor comic run. It. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, they get him back every single time. They're like, hey, want to write more comics? And yeah. The answer is yes. That was my first taste of the Taylor writing, and I fell in love with his stuff after that. John was right. Yeah. It was John, really, who introduced me to it. But I was so ready to never read that. I was so ready to just be like, that's based on the fighting game? Come on. <laughs> lame. Like, just as lame as I think the, the the Fortnite crossover stuff is, and I probably shouldn't do that because I should. Maybe that stuff's okay. I don't know. I haven't read it. Zero Point or whatever it's called. Um. But yeah, the Injustice comics are so freaking good. 
Uh, all right, Chrono Cross Remaster. John, did that make oh. you have a little? Oh my gosh, John I'm Gatton. still excited about it. Yeah. I thought they forgot Chrono Cross existed as a video game. Yeah, and it turns out maybe they didn't, and maybe they're going to remaster it. I want to play Chrono Cross again so bad. For the uninitiated, uh, what is Chrono Cross? It is the sequel to Chrono Trigger. The oh. the much. Uh, debated uh as far as what you think of it sequel to chrono trigger and uh it is very very good it is very very different it has an incredibly confusing anime like story it has a ton of recruitable characters a bunch of branching paths you can't get every character on a single playthrough it has one of the best turn-based combat systems that's ever been put in a in a rpg game and it has some of the best music in a video game of all time well, I can tell you by looking at it, it's got some of the yee-looking graphics I've seen in a while. This well, looks- look, it's a PlayStation <laughs> game. Like, yes, that's what PlayStation games look like. Go look at a PlayStation game. Yeah. Final <laughs> Solid like Snake they- didn't have eyes. I just want to remind everybody. He yep. just had a shadow where his eyes should be. You're right. You're right. No mouth either. I didn't eat, right? Yeah. And he'd talk. He'd say, Metal Gear, but his, no, nothing was moving. It was just him. Yeah. Don't talk shit about Chrono Cross or John yeah, right? Dog, dog barking. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Even the dog's like, stop messing with John. Chronicle. Oh, John, I forgot yeah. to ask you both. Somebody asked me, who was it? Oh, my nephew who listens to the show. Oh, I think oh, it was geez. him. He said, <laughs> hopefully not the bonus show. No, he asked, he asked, whatever happened to Bo's flies, all the flies he had. He remembered that night. <laughs> they went away. I took my garbage out, and if there's no shit lying around for them to eat, they die or move away. Well, they moved away. They moved away. All right. Well, they're probably dead, but yeah. They only live like a day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. when you have hundreds of them, it doesn't feel like they live in a day. <laughs> I watched an old, uh, or I drew an old comic forever years ago that was real stupid, but it was basically two flies sitting on a piece of bread. And the one fly says, what was it like when you were my age, Grandpa? <laughs> and he goes, oh, all we had was a, a half a cracker or something, something that fell off a table. And he says, when was that? <laughs> and he goes, it was 10 a.m. this morning. <laughs> that was the answer. Because they only good. live a day, see? It's pretty funny. Yeah. I should probably well, redo it. tell the youngins how it was 10 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, so that's coming. Dragon's Dogma or Dragon's Dogma Two. Everyone loves the Dragon's Dogma. Or at least it has a bit like, of a. Following. I never played it and barely interested, but every time I see it come up, everyone's like, "I love this game. This was the best." So under yeah, there's a lot of passion behind that game. I've never played it, but a lot of people crazy. For I it. have played it, and I went on a. It was one of my binges where I was like, "What else is like Skyrim?" <laughs> and I went and played like a million oh. Skyrim ripoffs. And not that this is a ripoff. In fact, it was the one that seemed the most different. But it is very much like, hey, Capcom made an opening worldy uh, fantasy game where you fight a lot. What made it really interesting was the dragon fights were these w- weird stages where you would like climb up on top of a dragon and like stab it in the head and then it would shake you off. And you wouldn't be able to get up there and do that for a while until the phase came where you could do it again. So they're really interesting boss fights, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You didn't just shoot at it or hit it. Uh, it was it was more involved than that. But oh yeah, and I forgot. Apparently, there's a Netflix series as well. Oh, is there? Like animated? Yeah, like a, an anime? Anime? Yeah. <gasps> I would watch that. I'd be into yeah. that. It's the full Capcom treatment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was Capcom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Capcom. That's at the time. I feel like it hurt it that it was that it was Capcom because 
I don't think anyone associated Capcom with, uh, you know, Western fantasy stylings. And that's kind of what that game was. But it also mm. felt Japanese. I don't know. It was, it was an odd project. But I remember it, got, it, show, it was shown off at an E3 one year. 360 maybe. Maybe Xbox stage. I don't remember. But I remember being really impressed by the lighting. Like I was like, whoa, that's cool. And then I just took forever to play it and finally got, got a little taste of it. It's okay. Uh, my mo- One of my most excited on here is Titanfall 3. That one lands real good in my head. Um, yeah, I'm curious about that too because yeah. that's, you know, fresh off of uh, their Apex stint. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously a lot to live up with for that uh, Titanfall 2 campaign. So I'm curious what they do. I'm I liked their curious. philosophy for the Titanfall 2. They said rather than write a campaign out, they just came up with what would be a bunch of cool levels and then loosely tied a story together between them. Yeah, it worked. And I wonder if they go back to that for this. Yeah, it really worked. And I think that the success of Apex Legends, which, you know, continually is up there and is and everybody I like I talked to all my little uh, nephews and everybody I was talking to me the other day. I'm like, "What are you guys playing these days?" Oh, I'm sick of Fortnite. I'm not playing Fortnite or War or War um Warzone anymore. I'm done with Call of Duty Warzone. I hate it. I don't know why anyone wants to play that. You know, kids are. They bounce off stuff so quick. But uh, I go, what are you playing then? Oh, I'm back into Apex Legends Hardcore. We're loving it. So good. All my friends, like 30 of us, we're all playing that. So I think I think Apex has just got interesting long legs, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better way of describing it. And uh, <laughs> well, I feel it's cool <laughs> and not like a metaverse kids thing. Like I could see, I could see that being an appeal of Apex. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know. It's still that way, but it's kind of adult, you know, feels yeah. adult to it. Plus it kind of has, it's, yeah. it's, it's got kind of a, we're going to do what we feel like trying attitude and it's okay if we, if it's, you know, like they don't, I don't feel like they're constrained the way Fortnite, Fortnite is now a platform that if it changes too much, you're screwed. You got to like really hold the line and always have building in it and always have Fortnite be Fortnite. But I feel like Apex is willing to go, yeah, we'll do a little three on three mode. Yeah, we'll have a weird month where all you can do is this one map or you know they just don't seem to care as much and the game plays really well and i think the success of apex and the strength of that game which is set in the titanfall universe rolls very nicely into what titanfall 3 could be so maybe they're like hey we could be like activision have our call of duty and our war zone too because that's what call of duty is now it's a yearly release of a campaign game and some multiplayer stuff but you also have war zone running all the time well i not just have Apex Legends running all the time and every year or every couple of years you've got something happening in Titanfall that's bigger and better. I'd be all for that. Uh, and it sounds like maybe that's true. So we'll see. Crisis 4, a fourth crisis game. Uh, yeah. That one's a weird one. Because yeah. I don't even really know what Crisis is at this point. I dig it. Uh, crisis is a first person. Sh- it's like what Doom is now. Mm. Um, you know how you have a Praetor suit and you upgrade it. So that's what that was. You had a suit and you upgraded it. Except it wasn't demons. It was your. It was just military. Like think think Metal Gear kind of. But what was really innovative about the first one is that it was an open world map. So you'd have to get from point A to point B. But I guess it's like Far Cry. I mean, if you played Far Cry, I'm sure it's like this. But basically, you traverse from A to B. But you, you there was this whole like sandbox of a way that you could do it. And if you aggro too much military, you know, you get taken out. So you kind of had to be like, um, sneaky, but then in certain spots you can go Mondo and blow everything up and then get back into hiding. And eventually you can stealth and stuff like, mm-hmm. and then, it, then, then you would find the aliens. At least that was how what crisis and crisis warhead was like. Yeah. 
Crisis 2 and 3 were more like traditional Corridor Doom-style shooters, but yeah, yeah they're basically Crytek Doom mm-hmm. yeah, for the most I part. I only played the first one, and I, I guess that's why I'm like, okay, well, now that we're at 4, what is what even is that game? Because mm. I, I actually, I the, think the look the of the suit in Crisis is one of the worst looking, like... I don't I hate how the suit looks. I love the maximum armor, yeah. maximum strength. Like, I like yeah. that business. That stuff's good. I'm, I'm on board with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think the suit looks stupid. And I, I, every time they were walking around with their little heads showing out of the top of their suits in the first Crisis game, it just looked weird and wrong because the suit's designed to, like, kind of look like... I don't know, like your muscular structure, but it's all sure. black and silver. Mm-hmm. And so everybody just looked like somebody had taken all their skin and just peeled it off. And uh, they were just walking around talking like tough military guys. <laughs> um, but I, I did like that first game. I liked what Bo said, the sandboxy element of it. And then when I heard like, oh, we're doing it again, uh, but it's not going to be a sandboxy. It's going to be more straightforward. But look, it's the crisis stuff and i was like yeah but that's the stuff i didn't like about the game mm-hmm. so uh them Agreed. doubling down on that i was like that's weird it's like you took the thing i didn't like and said well let's build a game around it it's sort but, of like but, when uh red faction went to building things instead of destroying things but even even though it was more corridor it was still you know it still wasn't like strict corridor like there's still you know arenas and stuff like that but yeah it wasn't it wasn't as the genius of the first one but it is a good shooter like two and three are good shooter games yeah yeah i mean i think one was a good shooter game the 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 thing about crisis um i always felt like this and maybe i'm wrong but they always felt like they were good games but they were also like tech presentations to drive their new initiatives to make crytech a a competing engine in the same way that unreal engine is based off the success of Unreal and Unreal Tournament and those games, which were also great games, but they pushed that engine forward and EdTech did similar things, but didn't do it with the name thing. But literally, Crisis, Crytek, freaking Unreal, Unreal. Like, like yeah. in a weird way, it's like, here, this is all predecessor to us selling an engine. And Crytek's still an engine people, you know, use for games and stuff like that. So, I mean, I would be, I would be interested just to see what the hell's going on here. If the if four could be interesting, I don't know. We've learned a lot since Crisis One and Two, and Three was all like urban stuff, like you were fighting in a city, if I remember right. And it was a lot more. I don't know. That was a weird game. Two Two was very cityish. Probably Three as well. Like it, it did get it got more corridor shooty. Yeah, but it has cool alien environments and stuff too. When you go into like the alien lands, I remember I the first know. the first one was such a tech demo for your video card, like. Will your card handle seeing these trees and these leaves and everything was yeah. super detailed? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But nowadays, I mean, that's probably put to shame. But you know, back in I think the day, they, I think I think the first one was also very much a PC focused product, where two and three were also very console, mm. yeah, focused as well. Yeah, so. and that was that era where we started to see um, console or you know traditionally PC products getting very consoleified so that you could kind of span all of it. Now it's just normal. Yeah. Like everything comes out on everything. You know, people playing Deathloop right now, they're either playing it on PC or playing it on PlayStation. And back in the day, it would be like, well, one of those is a way better version because it was made for that. But now it's just kind of made for everything. Yeah, they all perform at fairly much the same level. Yeah, I like that. You'd probably get more juice out of the PC, but not... Not enough to brag. Yeah. You see, people can't. You can't really brag. Like I got better ambient occlusion than you. Like, <laughs> no one cares. 
I love that as a point of contention, though. That's Yo, a fun check one. out the subsurface scattering on this. It's way, <laughs> yeah. it's way better. Dude, I got good, my good. SSTI up to 4X. I don't know about you and your lame. But I don't even know what that is. I made that up, whatever that is. SSTI, what is that? That's nothing. I made it up. It's bullshit. Oh, oh uh, Bayonetta 3. You know why I think that one's fake? Because Nintendo Cause owns that company now. Yeah, now. I was going to say, because Nintendo bankrolled too. And- yeah, they own it. They're not putting that in... They literally own that they're studio make now. A three? They don't, well, they may make, make a three, three, but it ain't coming to. It's not coming to PC. It'll be but on. Yeah, is it a Nintendo an property thing. or do they just own the company and the company can still make its own choice? Well, they own the company like, and they made two exclusive. So I don't know if they would do anything oh, different with three. Uh, well, yeah, maybe three is going. No, I had a dream it's about two her. exclusive. You can't play. Yeah, I well, guess it is. Here, here's what I know on in general video games sell uh, worse as their numbered sequels go on and I can't imagine there's a huge market for hey play the hit sequel to the game that came out that none of you played like you get to play the third one now hmm hmm did I ever tell you guys? This oh, is, you, were about, you were about to say something interesting about you had a dream about yeah, Bayonetta? Yeah, a couple of years ago. It's not anything new, but I don't know if I ever shared it on a show, but I had a dream about Bayonetta. That is her name, right? That's her name name in the game? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what her name is. I'm I guess too busy I don't paying know. attention to other we things can call her, We can call her Bayonetta. I get to, I, but hair, she's a hair witch. She's a hair witch. She's got a lot of hair. Um, yeah. There's a lot of hair and everything when she's done. Isn't but, she like uh, Eleanor or something like that? <laughs> Eleanor? <laughs> Eleanor, yeah. the, the hair lady? I don't know. Uh, Eleanor Bayonetta. I mean, it's got a really weird story. I remember there was like just weird characters, like a fridge guy or something like that. A <laughs> fridge guy, yeah. No, you're right. He was kind of a... what? what? <laughs> it's really washed. Yeah, her name is... Oh, no, it is Bayonetta. Her it name is, is Bayonetta. Her real name is Ceriza. <laughs> okay, so we are both somewhat right, although me much less right because it was not Eleanor, but... All right. So definitely, but she did have another name, so I'm gonna hang my hat on that. Definitely, so blame be in the right group. Well, anyway, in this dream, I'm stranded in an elevator with like eight or nine people, no one that I know, and the elevator breaks, stops, all the power's out, and it gets really cold. And Bayonet is in there, and she made us all warm with her hair. Her hair flew all over the place and made everybody warm. Oh That's my the God, dream. That sounds that sounds wonderful. That's, That's the dream. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of gross, but whatever. I, Nah, no, not, not if it's her. I don't it's know. Some cool. people pay good money for that. <laughs> yeah, they would. Actual bayonetta hair blanket. Mm. I want hair the. Blanket. I want the. I want little gun shoes. Oh, that's yeah. right. She had shoes in her guns, or guns in her yeah. shoes. <laughs> shoes in her guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different kind of gun. <laughs> it shoots, it's a gun that shoots shoes. Yeah, very, very different gun. But these are shoes that have guns that shoot. Yeah. Now here's the problem. That one makes me think that one's not happening because Nintendo's never going to do that. Uh, secondly, um, like if Sony owned them, I could see it because Sony's starting to get a little friendly with PC releases, and they're you know they're doing some of that. Like the but the the God of War one does not make me think that that's untrue. That seems possible because they just yeah, did it with two it. other games. I could see them doing it with a with this one. It's old now. It's old enough that its PlayStation Run is done. High anticipation for a sequel. They did it with the Aloy game, and uh, yeah, they the- and they said there was the plenty of news stories going around saying Sony wants to get uh, do more PC stuff, especially yeah. after the success of Horizon Zero Dawn on the PC. Yeah, so if they own Bayonetta, I could see it. Nintendo, they never do that. So they could. It's they so could. crazy. It's such a double. I realize it's such a double standard now too, because 
Nintendo's exclusive. Got to get exclusive games. But I've been on their store. They have like all kinds of indie games on there and stuff. It's almost like I'm like, how did these low effort games get onto the high quality Nintendo store? Like, oh, they're, you know what I mean? They're happy like, to take every indie you put on there. They don't care. Yeah, like there's like these like I, I'm a, like some cat who wants milk for three dollars or something like that. Like I'm like, what is this Steam, you know, <laughs> shit on here? Like this, this is yeah. junk you find on the Steam like. Uh, <laughs> no man's land section of the story is like oh there's these weird games on steam i'm this, like this is this true is on switch this it makes my opinion of switch is like a um a high-end console device experience curated like out the window i'm like i don't respect the fact that they're exclusive now that they're hosting well such, i mean the, the exclusivity you know. comes from you're only gonna get mario and and link and you know the big titles that nintendo makes you're never gonna yeah. get them anywhere but yeah. there that's that's, what, that's their that's their bread yeah. and butter but they've it's also. Just, said, I guess like, what I find weird is I go to the store and what I get splashed at me is maybe their latest release and a bunch of other stuff like non Nintendo stuff. Like I'm, I, I sort of expect that the launch page and the main push should be the Nintendo properties, but they really push non Nintendo properties. I find oh, in yeah. the store, which probably makes sense, mm-hmm. but it just seems it's it's clashes with my impression of the the console. I feel like I'm, I'm in Nintendo's world. Mm. Miyamoto, like oh, did I get his name right? I think I got it Miyamoto. Wrong. You got like, it. Yeah. Yeah, entertain me with your wondrous wares. It's like turning on Disney Plus and watching Friends, which you can do now. I'm like, well, what the hell? Like, you know, like it just like it's jarring, you know. So and Nintendo, because I didn't have one for a long time. Oh, so I so held in such a high esteem. We have all these nintendo games, and I get there, I'm like, this is just a handheld Steam device. Like, it's, you know... It's- in some ways, yeah. Like, this, the Dead Cells version, the Switch version of Dead Cells is one of my favorites. I really like it on there. Sure. I'm, I'm sure they're great. It's not a knock on the games. Or that's, it's, just, it's just the aesthetic. I don't... I wanted to go and think of it as a Nintendo machine, and I see, like, Steam on there. So I'm just... <laughs> I'm like, put Bayonetta on other stuff. Like, why are you acting all haughty? Well, you know? here, here's what I've learned from what Bo just said. Mm. Someone is going to make the game... I'm a cat and I want milk and uh, <laughs> they're going to make a lot of money. Cause I, no, that game's on Steam. I didn't make that up. That's real. There's like, like, it's called meow or something like that. Hold on. Know. Now I got to find it. So there's a cat that wants milk and something I, like that. But I'm telling you, it's I mean, like I'm snakes on a plane. The title needs to be, I'm a cat and I want milk. Yeah. And I only have $3 or whatever that was. You see, right, let me go get my switch and look for it. Cause yeah, I'm curious now. You know what's a really good cat game? And it's on the Switch. Uh, there's two of them. One and two. Oh, I think I found it. Oh, yeah, what? here it is. Hang on. I'll send it to you over Discord. All right. What's this called? I'm, I'm excited about this moment we're having. Oh, there it's we go. Cat Milk. Cat Milk <laughs> okay, for Nintendo yeah. Switch. Holy <laughs> shit. This milk. is real. This is a real thing. <laughs> look at this picture. Look at this. Somebody, it's some, you know, so one guy made it in Game Maker. It's a 33 megabyte download. Bernardo Game Studio. Bernardo. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this is your high quality Switch game. Like, he took a photo off photo uh, photo stock or I whatever those photo places uh, for his game cover. Used a Google font for the text, charging twelve ninety nine for what amounts to you know maybe a decent game. Definitely made in Game Maker. Um, although great games can be made in Game Maker. I'm just saying. When you're like, Nintendo Switch has elite properties only for family entertainment. And I go on and I find like someone's, someone's Steam project, some like Steamworks project on there. I'm like, you guys are, you guys are. I can't bullshit. believe how close to the description it is that you gave. 
It's yeah. literally yeah. and really, I want milk. Yeah. <laughs> I really felt like I spent four hundred dollars for a console that's gonna advertise dot cat milk. Like <laughs> Oh yeah, dot cat milk. Sorry, there's a period. Dot cat milk. So this is it was ESRB ESRB rated, which is kind of a I mean that means you're legit anyway. You know, like you submitted it for review. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know what to make of this. You're right though. It's it's a, that store is just jam packed with tiny stuff. It's weird. Yeah, anyways, weird. it's fine. But put bayonet on others. Like it's a two way street, buddy. You're gonna start selling cat milk on your store. You're gonna you can start selling bayonet on my Steam store. Yeah, we'll all be a cool family. I wish the Nintendo would reach out a little more. Like if you're gonna make, if you're gonna go ahead and re release another, I don't know, Ocarina of Time again. Just put it everywhere. Like just make all yeah. the money. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Man, can you imagine if Nintendo's library was available on Steam? Oh my gosh, dude. I, all I need is Wind Waker, and I'm in. I'm all in. That's the only game I care about. Let's you want to talk about the most expensive video game purchase I would ever make is if they did that, and then they sold like the Nintendo bundle. Yeah. And it was, you know, okay, it's $1,500. You get every Nintendo game. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. And you justify it by saying, well, that's only like buying Star Trek online like three times. I can do that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like just subscribing to a (laughs) lifetime subscription. I got it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's, um, I mean, it's the thing is it's a marketplace and a platform that's extremely successful. So every little game maker wants to put their game on there. And so I mean, it's fine. Sorry. We sort of got distracted, but the Bayonetta thing really peeves me off. I, I get where you're coming from. It's a weird thing. Uh, I might buy it on Switch though. Like I never yeah. finished Bayonetta. It's actually hard to play. I, I think it looks cool, but it's not that. Well, it's just know. chaotic, it's a little action stuff. It's all right. I think I just never stuck with it, just because reasons. Well, I'm glad we're all here because I know John is one of the ultimate uh, mobile gamers among us. He loves the mobile gaming market. <laughs> That's me. He does, man. Yeah. If there's one thing I know about John yeah. is that he loves mobile games. He loves them. He loves yeah, especially. The only problem is the the wear and tear it does to my body physically right. to play those. Right, your thumb, games your thumbs so in particular, right? Like your thumbs really yeah, take a I beating. Yeah, I mean, look that. It's nice glass they put on these phones, but you know if you're going to go pro, you're going to be tap tap tapping a lot, and it's yeah. gonna you're going to develop blisters, calluses. Also, my day to day life, I have to protect my digits. Yeah, right. Uh, or else I can't game properly. That's right. Think about it that way. Your thumbs aren't going to just start. They don't start and stop on the phone. They go and do other stuff. So yeah. Uh, hey, I got a product for you. It's called the Razer Gaming Finger Sleeves. People are going to think this is an ad. It sounds fake. The way we just set it up. It sounds they fake, advertising too. Don't you yeah. think it sounds fake? Like, it sounds like something somebody made up, but it's real. Uh, yeah. This is happening. And like, in this article, there's, like, um, a comment about it uh, that's positive because it says, Many FPS mobile players adore Razer Gaming. Uh, you guys joke, but it's actually ideal for mobile gamers. In Japan, they have these touchscreen games where you move your fingers across rapidly, and without cotton gloves, you'll burn your fingerprints right off from pure friction. Oh, my friction. gosh. And wow. so, like, so, <laughs> someone's like, oh, "Finally, I, my fingers will be saved from the eighteen hours I I spend rubbing my thumb on a piece of glass." I mean, it's funny. Man. I basically wear gloves that are more of a full hand thing. Actually, it's funny. The thumb and the and the and your pointer finger are the only two not covered. I do I have one here. No, it's upstairs. I have one of those for art. Yeah, on your, that's how you draw uh, on, your, on yeah. your tablets. Yeah, so if you got a Wacom or an iPad or whatever you're drawing on, that uh, makes your life a million times better. So I understand, I really actually truly understand if somebody's a big time mobile gamer and these are, these are conduct, not conductive. What's the word? Um, uh, the t- touch technology that phones use these support that. So it doesn't block it. Yeah. What's it called? There's a word for it. Ah, 
Support? It's not Damn it. Haptic, is it? Hap- no, not haptic. Right? Haptic is like uh, feedback. Like so bo- feedback, yeah. Uh, but I can't remember. Tactile? It's not tactile. It's a word. Capacitive, that's it. Capacitive ah, touch. There it is. And because capacitive touch requires your flesh normally, because you're, you're literally making electrical contact with the screen, these support that. Um, hmm. They, in theory, if you're way into it and you're playing competitive Warzone or whatever the hell the Call of Duty mobile is, that's really popular worldwide. Whatever it is, I could see these being okay. Are they worth ten bucks, ten ninety nine? Probably not. Go cut your own from some pair well, of gloves. If they, if they make your lady happy, it was in addition to being good for the game. Maybe it's worth it. Oh wait, what? <laughs> these would make oh gross. So oh, you get you get two little sleeves. <laughs> I mean, depending on the how they. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> they make your lady happy. Yeah, I mean, it's not. A, there's not enough material for you know. For what? Uh, for for a scene for a, for a boy or not a man? A yeah, man. for a man. <laughs> for a man. man. Yeah, man. But you know, that's probably you know two little sleeves is probably enough. You oh, know, for God. an interesting time with. Uh huh. It's very interesting time, time with you and, and your uh, lady you, partner. You and yours, yeah. No, I, I feel you. Like, I don't know if this is a good idea because if you if you go in with a finger sleeve and you come out without one, you got a really embarrassing trip to the ER. Yeah, well, you're gonna, gonna make that gonna, stupid list. Mm-hmm. If I get a pair of tweezers, get them out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, on. we got everything we could out of that topic. How Thank about, God. Yeah, well, thankfully. We'll, we'll be back. I got to buy a pair. I'll review them for the show. Uh, Bo, it says here you played your console on your PC, but wasn't this already happening? This is just xCloud, right? No, no, no. no. Uh, I was playing my con. No, no. Well, well, they made a big deal that it was launched, so I tried it yesterday. It's oh. right in the Xbox app. It says console something or other. Oh, I wonder um, if it's um, it's it's the game. It's like I don't know if it's called XCloud, but it just like there was an article saying you can now. Um, there's a beta test. I think it's in beta, but in the Xbox app on the PC, you can go to your the console version of the Game Pass library, yeah, and play your console games with the controller. Oh, uh, that's and cool. Streaming like GeForce Now, and it is rough. Oh, is it rough? Not not. Great. Oh, it's rough. So mm. it's not. It was a little laggy, yeah. but the lag wasn't the worst part. Is that sometimes the draw is not good. Like it, it kind of does this thing where it stops and then it's like painting over. Like you can see the interlacing mm. going on. Mm. It wasn't a great experience uh, for me. Beta, if- beta, but hopefully that improves. We'll see. Yeah. I thought that was just straight up because I can do that through a browser on any computer now. I can play my Xbox games that way. Okay. Um, oh, maybe I haven't tried it anywhere else. It was just new to me that it was on the PC. So it must just be that. in the app now. That's that's the difference, I guess. It's just in just the app. Compared to G4, like GeForce experience is good. Like you said, beta, so maybe, yes, okay, but the Oh yeah, GeForce experience has been flawless for me. Hundred percent. The G G I I did that. You know when I p- played with all those, I did the Amazon one for seven days. I did um, Stadia for seven days. I did all the trials, and then that included me messing around with some of the same games in uh, or on X Cloud and then on GeForce Now. And when I was done with all of that, GeForce Now is still the best latency of all of them. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Even the free freebie thing where you're not getting bells and whistles is still latency wise the best of the bunch. So whatever NVIDIA's doing, I hope that gets that's better for everybody else because everybody else had more lag than they did. And it may be what like where the data centers are. I don't know, like in relation to me or something. I know people in California 
uh, or on the West Coast have way better connection to xCloud streaming and way less lag than I do. And it's because those servers are there. Maybe that stuff's being rolled out. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works, but I want that to get better because even a little lag is a, is a, is a bummer. Yeah, um, you need a flawless experience. Yeah. You know what's really good, though, even if you got lag? Uh, Gears, uh, Gears Tactics is fantastic regardless of lag. Because it's it's turn based. It's like playing XCloud or X, XCOM, so you don't really have to worry about you know milliseconds in that game. It's just sort of you know you're you're moving your dudes. You tell them to do a thing, and they go and do it, and you're on to the next turn. Hmm. All right. Uh, finally, IKEA is making gamer furniture with uh, Rog. Is they go by Rog or Rog? How, I don't know how you say Republic that. Republic of Gamers. Yeah. Oh, oh, our, oh, I know what you're asking. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I just whenever you say I'm short because that's how everyone writes it. I never know how to say it, but. Anyway, VROG, but I'm sometimes old and people like to say things that I think is an acronym. Therefore, you should say all the letters. There you go. But look at this. They're doing they're doing the whole schmear. They're doing desks, neck pillows, ring lights, chairs, more, more stuff than that. Even they're going all in and it'll be cheap. So that link didn't show what some of the it doesn't really show. No, it's doing stuff, but it's coming in October, but they don't really show the products off. Really? Yeah. I'm looking at oh, it here. They right. show a screen of like a fake CG thing or what your room might look like and then a bunch of stuff in it, but they don't, they haven't shown it off yet. Um, I hope it's all called the Borka Borka. And uh, I, I'm okay with the idea of game, quote unquote, gamer products uh, being cheaper because right now uh, it tends to be the other way. If they put gamer in front of it, it's more expensive. Yep. I agree. They know they can get you with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the fact that they're doing this, I guess, I didn't know Asus owned ROG or Republic of Gamers. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Anyway, they're going to work together. That means hopefully the designs are good. And if the IKEA is any thing to rely on, it's that they make stuff really affordable uh, and easy to assemble and all that. So maybe that'll all be true, too. And I don't know. It feels like that could I could use a little more mainstream in my Game Gear. That's cool. Yeah. Not Game Gear yeah. from Sega, but you know what I mean. Gaming gear. Yeah. Do you guys have it? I had a game gear. Anyone else have a game gear? I had gear? a game gear. Yeah. I Man, game. I had an Atari Lynx. Oh, I, think I had I a game too. gear too, actually. Did you? Nice. Did you I get so, did you yeah. get more than three minutes of battery life or was that just me? Because man, no, that I don't thing. think so. You could hear it I gulping down those. I remember playing batteries. my game gear in a closet next to a uh outlet so that I could have the ideal game gear experience. You were a closeted game gear player, is what you're what yeah. I'm hearing. Yeah, okay. it's like this is just where you have to play this to make it work. I had a Lynx as well. That thing was all right for what it was for the moment that it was in. It was okay, but yeah. you know what really bummed me out was when I bought it. They were like, "Hey, here's a you get a free Batman Returns game with yeah. your purchase of the Atari Lynx. Just <laughs> yeah, fill this card out and mail it, and then we'll mail you a copy of Batman Returns for the Atari Lynx." And I was like, "Sweet, I can't wait!" And so that was the game I was most excited about. And I was done with my Atari Lynx before Batman showed up. It took a really long time for that game to get here. That's I was I had to dig out the Atari Lynx and go, okay, dust it off. My copy of Batman's here. And then on top of it, it was not a good game. So it was a it was a long wait and a lot of effort for not a lot of payoff. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a great story to have, though. You know. Yeah. It'll it'll be one of those. Th- well, at least you didn't pay for it. That's the thing. Well, I guess you did with the links. You paid for the links, but well, my my parents did. Oh, okay. You know, I was a, I was a child. Yeah. I just gave them the sad eyes, and you paid for the links. You stayed for Batman Begins. 
or returns. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, all the news worth reporting today. However, we'd like to take a, a little rest here. Go back in history to the 1800s or so and read a Dear Martha <laughs> Steam review. Uh, that's right. This time for Kingdoms of Amalur. We got three of these. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah, that's a it'll lot. Be, it'll make sense when we, when we get into it. But all right. We, Fantastic. We Let's get those now. Here we go now. My dearest Martha, I present to you now a review for Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning. I've waited eight years. I still can't rebind keys. Yours in this life and the next, <laughs> Westerlin. He's not wrong, by the way. I tried this very thing, and he's not wrong. All right, here comes, hold on, here comes number two. Here you go. My dearest Martha, I present to you now a review for Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning. Martha, I'm writing this review because some other bleeper left a one-line negative review that says something like, waited eight years and still can't change keybinds, <laughs> and got lots of likes and awards on his uncommentable review. Well, the fact is, you can change your keybinds in this game, and I'm pretty sure you could do it in the old game, too. It's in this really mysterious and hidden location in the options menu called controls <laughs> i know this is really complicated stuff for some people yeah. yours in this life and the next Iceman. <laughs> oh Iceman! all right very nice yeah yeah i like Iceman. all right and now for the the grand finale number three my dearest martha i present to you a small update for my review of kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning Update, Martha. <laughs> Beware that as of right now, mouse button binding doesn't work. Yours in this life and the next, Iceman. <laughs> oh, I thought we were gonna hear from the original guy, and it was the second yeah. guy. Wow. I thought we were gonna have a little review war. <laughs> That's amazing. You went and like found stuff. That's great. Found a little story going there's there. a little narrative hidden yeah. in the reviews there i like yeah. that a lot um i feel dumb because i didn't think any of them are re re uh, assignable i was with the first guy i don't yeah. you know what scott after <laughs> reading like, it that's what happened to me it did i still i'll go i'll launch it tomorrow and see but i swear you couldn't change that shit i i read these me. reviews i read the replies to the reviews scott i can't tell you if you can or not <laughs> Some people say you can. Some people say you can't. Yeah. Some people said I did it. Some people said I just tried it and it doesn't work. Yeah. Some people said it's only the mouse that doesn't work. Some people said, no, the mouse works fine. You're all idiots. Oh, wow. Misinfor we live in the misinformation. <laughs> yeah, oh it is the misinformation like, era. You're right. Oh, I hate like, it. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I was about to say it was funny how like you read the first one. Scott's like... That's me. That's me. Yeah, it's totally like, me. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. And then the next one was like, idiot. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel oh, like that man, second what? guy. I, I could have like, just not opened my mouth. <laughs> I feel like that second guy was coming after me. Like, uh, I don't know. I felt like I felt a real kinship with reviewer number one. But uh, <laughs> it's well. in the options menu under controls. <laughs> under controls. Really obscure. <laughs> I uh, don't even right. know if they're right or not. That's the thing. I, I can't tell which one's right. I, I can't tell if anything's real anymore. That's the way the internet works now. I just have, I've lost all sense of, unless I see it happen in front of me, I don't know anymore. The internet's ruined oh. me. All right. I'm sorry, Scott. That's okay. That's okay, because now we get to talk about games. The games we played this week. So, I got Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Okay. 
uh, and uh, and it's very good. Okay, really good, actually. Um, I think the Pathfinder rules are pretty cool. If I could equate them to anything, they remind me of old D and D, like back when I played it way before playing it now, like three point something maybe uh, is what it feels like to me rules wise. That's basically the Pathfinder system, but. Um, it's, you know, a little more complicated than fifth edition D and D kind of rules, but this is a computer RPG in the vein of Baldur's Gate and, uh, more recently the Pillars of Eternity stuff and those kinds of games Hmm. top down three quarter view. I know Bo played some too. So we're going to, we're going to talk about this more when we get to you, I think, but, um, it did, it did a weird thing to me, um, because I really like Pathfinder a lot. But it got me going, why did I jump? Why did I bounce off Celasta so fast? Uh, I couldn't remember why. And there's a bit of a hype train going on. With there was time. that. But also, I think part of it was it's kind of ugly. Like the characters are really mm. weird and stiff and, you know, small team. So, whatever, you're going to get what you're going to get. But it uses uh, basically the open sourced version of 5e rules. And I remember liking so much about it. But I'm like, why did I fall off of that thing? So I put Pathfinder on pause which i'm enjoying the hell out of i'm having a great time with it brand new on steam this week or last week and uh paused it and thought well let me just jump back into celeste it's still over there on on game pass so no no harm in relaunching it started a whole new campaign created new characters um and then i was reminded why that game is so cool man like celeste yes it miss it's missing some of some of the polish you might think you want from a game like that after playing things like you know a divinity original sin two and that sort of stuff. Um, for sure. Uh, but like environmentally graphically and all that, that stuff is fine. That game looks great. It's really just the character interactions. are just a little bit stiff. The beards are weird. Like there's weird voice stuff. It's just, you know, it's a small French team doing the best they can. Uh, but it is the most D and D ass thing. I think maybe I've ever played that isn't actual dungeons and dragons. Um, it's all about the dice, and it's all about yeah. your. So it is. It is. It is actually D and D because it's based on the. It is the the open SRD rules is D and D. It's just yeah. the copyright free portion of it. Right. So so it actually is D and D. They just can't call it that. Yeah, they just can't use the names and stuff. Which is, yeah. uh, I mean, I guess I understand it's a licensing thing, but but it's um it's very true to that. And I'd forgotten how cool their their interface is. I think it may be the best of these. It's so good. It's so intuitive. And quick to get into and easy to understand and understand where your cantrips are and where your, you know, your prep spells are and um, what you want to be doing when you're taking a long rest. And like uh, just the mechanics are are very true to D&D, but so simply presented. And at first you might be like, oh, this looks like a space game almost. This UI, this UX is not, you know, it doesn't have a bunch of frilly, uh, it's fantasy art and everything. It's a lot of like a box and a second box and simple like iconography and stuff. Not ugly, not bad, but just simple. More like something you'd see in a sci-fi game. But once you get your head around it and realize what they've done, it's some of the most clean UX experience I've had in a game ever. It's so good. So so I guess what I'm saying is I played a bunch of Celasta. That game's great. It's really cool. And they also started, they put in a mode, uh, not a mode, but a, a mod, not a mod, a, an update where it's currently in beta, but you can... Like Neverwinter Night style, make your own scenarios, make your own dungeons, make your own everything. Nice. It's very cool. I played around with that a bunch, played some community ones that are already out, tried to make my own, totally screwed up, but it's fine because I didn't know all the tools. But it doesn't seem too complicated to get my head around it. Um, 
that's kind of, I feel like that's what they're aiming for. They're trying to kind of recreate that era of, of hmm. Bioware style uh, stuff. And I am here for it. I think that is great. Um, they're also putting in druids and um, barbarians in the next update, the next character update. Those currently aren't in the game. Uh, so it seems like they had plans to keep adding to it. I just really had a good time in there. And then it made me go, well, shit, I didn't mean to leave. I didn't mean to bounce off a of Pathfinder for this in any sort of permanent way. Um, and I do plan to get right back to Pathfinder because I'm really enjoying that story uh, and and what I'm playing in that game so far. But anyway, just had kind of one of those moments this week with a game where you're like, sometimes you got to get past whatever it is that's bugging you. It's like, oh, their faces are weird. And that's enough for me to bounce to something else. But right. then later I get back to him like, oh, right. But underneath just that one dumb thing is this really cool system and really fun game um, that just feels great to play. And I, I feel a little XCOM in it and a little bit of, I don't know, it's a, just got a cool a cool loop yeah. when the so fight's it, going. Would you say Celeste is the superior thing because I want to return Pathfinder and maybe buy Celeste? I mean, I, I uh, to say it's superior, boy, that's a great question, Bo. It's a little like this. You know how, sorry to bring this up, but you know how I have some complaints about Lawnmower Simulator on the PC because <laughs> because that game is got... Yeah, it's time we got back to Lawnmower Simulator. It's a, it's a little up its own butt sometimes about what should happen instead of what's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, John and I, you kind of had this conversation about, about House Flipper. There's like, you could have gone really wrong with some stuff in House Flipper. Instead, you've made most of the mechanics fun to do when you do them right and they could have leaned into well it's more realistic if the paint drips and then you got to clean that up later well yeah but that's not fun like mm. i want fun in my games even if they're games that are meant to be more simmy and to me this is where celasta shines and maybe pathfinder and other games like it don't quite add up because the yes there's a more polished veneer on pathfinder or on Wrath of the Righteous, certainly. Same with Kingmaker, the one before it. Um, it's a very pretty game, and it makes you feel like Baldur's Gate level time kind of gameplay, and like all that stuff feels like those kind of games, and it's great. I love that stuff. Um, but it's like a little up, up its own butt in that it's just so adherent to every little thing, and, and it's like they forget about, well, well, let's stick to the stuff that's fun. And the fun stuff is in the mechanics of the game, and I think Celasta is probably a funner game. It's more fun. There, I said it. Celasta is a better game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at it. And I was like, I see what you mean about Celasta maybe graphically looking a little weird and some UI elements looking kind of plain. But yeah. my impression, Pathfinder really ticked me off. Well, what did it do to me? Um, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the it. Char- what uh, by the way, I, I shared my character. I used my own pictures for my character. You'll see that my character creator <laughs> in there. Is, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a cat man who transforms into Bo. Um <laughs> All right, but uh, no the 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 character creation was fun. I understand the rule set, interesting. Um, the writing was is so awful. So so, look, I, I we go to the fair. It starts at the fair, and then there's a lady who's like, "I'm a dragon." And I'm like, "Really, you're a dragon?" She's like, "Don't make me turn. You want me to turn a dragon and eat you?" And you're, I'm like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Then you hang around the fair, and the demon locust lord Bugman shows up, kills the dragon, and makes a big hole, and then you fall in. Exciting. Loving yeah. it so far. It all looked cool. Then, it, stuff, then, yeah. then the first two NPCs, I just fall in a hole. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. 
And the first time it sees like, oh, my name is such and so. I'm from the order of this and from the land of this. And here's the explanation. The land of uh, Canabras has hills and wonderful things. My friend here is stuck under a thing. She's from a land of blah, blah. I'm like, the hole in the floor. I want to go. Like, <laughs> she, and, then, and, then it, and then she's like, oh, we better hurry and go. So to summarize, blah, 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 blah. Can you help me? It's like. It's like there was so much exposition, yeah. and I had just fallen down a hole after an entire city had been eaten by locust people, <laughs> and and she was just talking, uh, and then then she was like, "We shouldn't sit and chat. We need to go." And I was like, bah! <laughs> and then and and then the next NPC was like the same thing. Hello, it's like, are we not in a hurry? Almost <laughs> with all the exciting music, and it really like broke the fantasy for me too much because the game I think was enjoyable. Yeah. But I was so pissed off at like the the all the exposition. I don't know if you had the same reaction. That's I guess why I'm asking you. I didn't mind I, it. Um, I, I got far enough in it where I did a long dungeon underground thing, like in some ancient corridor stuff, and really yeah. liked it because they were really hitting the tone. I like. I liked just the feeling down there, and I burned a bunch of time just doing that, um, mm. looting and you know killing and being strategic. And the game. Oh, one thing I like about it: those Pillars of Eternity games don't let you. Um, well, they do with a patch later, they let you do turn-based versus kind of the, the old Baldur's Gate sort of, they, they just fight, you can pause it and reassign actions and they yeah. unpause it and that sort of thing. That game has both, but the way you do it in Pillars is when you start the game, you choose which method, right. turn or the other, and you're stuck with whatever you chose. That's it for that run. In this game, you can do it anytime, anywhere and change your mind, which I found really great because there are some fights where I was like, I want to do every single move of this fight right now in turn-based order let's do initiative let's do the whole thing and sometimes and i can change that mid fight if i want you can just change the mid fight yeah it's just cool i really like cool. that stuff that stuff's really cool I even give you the option um yeah. so i don't know why i brought that part up to address your question or your point because i think your point's valid the game like i say the game's kind of up its own butt and it thinks its voice acting's really good but it's not yeah um it thinks it is though and it's not like go play Pillars or Pillars 2 and, and you'll hear some of the best voice acting in a CRPG you've ever heard. Yeah. Um, in yeah. this, you're not going to hear that. Now, in Celasta, it they're not winning Oscars either, but they don't pretend like they are. <laughs> in other words, it's <laughs> yeah. it, it's kind of fun banter. If you just if you stop being so hoity toity about the fact that they're a little plasticky looking up, up close and it's, you know, the, not the best graphics you've ever seen of these characters. Once you get past that, you realize, oh man, is it, isn't it fun that when we walk into a room and we see a bad guy, immediately a ton of uh, initiative dice roll, actual D20s roll all over the screen. Yeah. There's something about the dice and seeing the dice and knowing the dice had an effect that's making Celasta the more compelling experience. I'm going to try and return Pathfinder and get Celasta. And here's the thing with Celasta. You can, it's on Game Pass PC, so you can just go play it and not worry about paying for it first. What? Basically, full demo of a full game before you ever have to decide, Bo. So I say there's no... I didn't no, know it was on Game Pass. That makes me so oh, happy. Oh, it's totally on Game Pass. I didn't yeah. know how I was going to pay for it, but you had got, talked me into it. It's a day one Game Pass thing. And I think the co-op in there sounds like a blast. We should try it sometime. Oh, yeah, um, makes me happy. And they're Wait, doing updates. They are really. Oh, I think so. Am I wrong about that? Ooh. I think so. I may be confusing it with something else, but um, maybe it's local co-op. I can't remember now. 
there's there is some kind of co-op-y thing going there um the, the uh what was i gonna say oh the other thing um they're the small developer and in some ways that shows but again for the most part like environments look great they look insane the the team is super active like just constantly talking to their base going all right here's what we're doing next and we're having you help us decide which of the next subclasses are coming in and and so submit all your ideas and then okay we use joe and joe's idea for this and this and this and we put it together and here's our barbarian coming soon and like they're just really really out there and the reddit page is active and i just i don't know i feel like i want to support that too that's part of why i want to kind of hang about so so anyway, that's my take on Celasta. It's been out there for a while. People already knew this. It's got you know huge reviews on Steam. People really love it already. And it is on Game Pass. It was out day one, I guess, on Game Pass when it launched. Uh, and you guys should both play it. It's yeah, cool. I probably didn't need to download it while I'm yeah, streaming that's uh, video to you. But you're totally I, fine. That's what I'm doing now. That's so. all you upload. Down, you bought yeah. Sol- are you downloading it on your, your Xbox thing? No, well, it's yeah. not console. I should say that. It's only on... Um, Oh, that's what I mean. It's only PC. PC Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's very cool. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Um, Don't get, like, don't be like me and get hung up in these characters. Who cares? Like, at the end of the day, you don't see their faces that often anyway because they're way down in the dirt. And think about, you know how Diablo, when you get too close to those characters, Diablo 3, you're like, ugh, they're starting to look crusty and, like, low rent looking. It's kind of like that problem. It's not a big deal. It doesn't change how much you love the game. And the D&D-ness of it, it's just so, it's so good. Plus, it's all the it's all the dice rolling without having to do any of your own math. Like, just let it roll, and the the extra dice and the hit point dice and all the stuff just does the shit that it's supposed to do. But it does it in front of you. So the little D fours go over here while your big D twenty went. Oh, you hit a natural twenty. Sweet, you're gonna take that guy on one shot. And the lady behind you is gonna miss because she rolled terrible. And that's great. It's great. Fireballs all day. All right, moving on. You know what I just realized looking at your game list before you move on to the next one? Yeah. You played two games. I had no idea that, that this was the case. You played two games that I was this close to having be the Dear Martha review for this episode. <laughs> really weird. Pathfinder, I was going to do a dueling review because I found two reviews that were very like against each other, kind of like what we ended up doing with Kingdoms of Amalur, yeah. all about the story of that game, and I thought that would be funny, and I almost did it for the next game you're going to talk about. That was also on the list for getting a review. Well, let me tell you about that game then, um, and you might want to do a review of this one day because it's got some weird issues, but I'm playing a game called Everyone... everyone you know, hold on to something. <laughs> gas station simulator. Okay. Excuse me. Gas station simulator. Is that it? Was that the simulation? Uh, the burp is the review. Thing? Yeah, that's my yep. full review. Uh, the game is what you think it is. It's one of these that I like. Uh, these things where you go and you do, you know, work a day business, chore core game of some sort or another. This one just came out. It's got a little bit more uh, tongue in its cheek in terms of presentation and or kind of overarching story. Um, Part of me thinks John would hate it because it's set in somewhere way out in the desert. In the far off distance, you can see a city. It's like Vegas or something. It's nondescript. They don't tell you what it is. But you're way out in the dirty old desert. Um, And it's a gas station and gas station area like parking lot and some other buildings that have been abandoned. And it's all for sale. And you're driving through there in your car and you see it for sale and you pull over and you buy it, and that's how it starts. And it's this first-person game, 
and you run around in this game and you do gas station shit. When when you open the place, you hit a button that turns on the open sign uh, during the day-night cycle. You can keep it open 24 hours a day if you want. People pull in. You get notified that they're out by the gas thing. You go fill their gas. There's a little mini game of putting the gas in, making sure you hit the needle right on the thing. You get a bigger tip that way. They take it's off. It's not in Arizona because you pump your own gas here. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think you do kind of anywhere. And these are Europeans who made this. Um, they clearly have a thing for the, the U.S. West, but they also, it's not dollars. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not gallons. It's liters and like stuff oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay, yeah. Just like, just like here. Just they like here, yeah. So Yeah, um, they, they maybe didn't fully understand all the ways right. that it works. Well, here. plus I think... There they, are places, though, that they pump your gas for you. Like, isn't Seattle like that? Yeah, there are some that still do it. There's some that you got to pay before you do. There's others that don't. Like, it's kind of all over the place, but... This is more old timey and the place is old timey. It's a beat up old piece of shit and you got to go in there and kind of clean it up. So there's other mini games to start off, like clean up all the trash that's everywhere, clean the floors, do all this sort of thing. It's good. The mechanics are good. It's that fun OCD kind of circle of of events that you do when you open, you do all the stuff, you close, clean up some stuff and take care of some things, order new gas. The best thing about that is the guy that brings the big truck out full of gas and refills all your tanks is looks like elon musk and i mean dead on looks like elon musk like took him to the point that i think (laughs) they just they just straight up lifted his face and used it i really do think that um but he comes and he fills your gas and then you know you got to go turn these cranks to get the gas full and then he leaves and then you got customers and eventually they'll be able to come into the store buy things in the store and i can like scan them and and charge them and you know do stuff there that you pay for upgrades uh, there's a whole garage, separate garage outside where you can do other things. Um, I don't know what those are yet because I haven't cleared all that out. There's an electrical station that you can do more in. So it's just this <laughs> big, like, insane thing. You bought it, now you're going to make it awesome again. Totally up my alley. I love this kind of crap. So here's the problem. It runs fine. No glitches, no bugs of any major sort that I could see. But boy, do I hate this when a tutorial can break a game. And here's what happened. It got to the part where it was like, we're, we're going to teach you how you how you freaking sweep the inside of your store. <laughs> so what we need you to do... Oh, no, before that, it says, here's how you use the garbage bag to go pick up all the trash. And it says, first, go to the computer, go to the screen for garbage bag, and these little indicators tell you where to go. You go in there, and it's either mouse or keyboard or controller, doesn't matter, same interface. You go in there, and you buy the garbage bag. Well, the problem is the interface is not clear about which of the tools it's highlighting when you're highlighting it. It's kind of hard to tell. It's a very s- subtle like shade difference. And so I thought I was on bag, but I was on broom and broom <laughs> says, lo- broom says locked. So I shouldn't be able to buy it anyway, but I bought it and it says, you bought a broom. I'm like, well, shit, I need, I don't need a broom. I need the bag. Went back in and went, Oh, okay. It's lightly colored. All right. I got the bag. When did all the bag shit? Then it says, all right, now you need to go buy a broom. And I said, well, I got a broom. So then I thought, well, I'll just start sweeping this floor and it worked, but it kept not counting it. Like it didn't count Aww. toward anything. And I went, well, yeah. wait, can I even buy the broom? And then I went back to the store and it says buy a broom and it has the highlighter on where to buy it. But it says sold out because I already bought the damn broom. And then you broke I, the I, tutorial and then I got pissed and I hit a accidentally on the on the paintbrush, the paint roller and bought that too early, even though it said locked. So it's one of these things where they've got bugs and problems. I'm sure a patch is coming and it'll be fine. And I will definitely play more of this game because they, 
Do it's, they have like seedy shit going on in the toilet of the gas station? I haven't been able to get in the bathroom yet. There's a chain there, and I think that's a second level unlock or something. Um, wow! Just, oh no! I couldn't. I bought this gas station. I can't get into the bathroom. <laughs> that's a bad sign. Yeah, I mean, I can see it from the outside. I took down all these boards that were boarding everything up, and there's stuff in there. But um, you know, I already painted but, some you, outdoor stuff, and I'm not even supposed to be able to paint yet. Like, it's just the tutorial's broken. And but, um, so it does simulate the the running of the gas station at some point, right? Yeah. Like if he's come, ask for gas, you're like, that'll be 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I did, a lo- yeah. I did a bunch of that uh, already where they came, they got their gas, I filled it for them, they said, thanks, got in their car and drove off, and it's cops. Can and- you get robbed in this game? Like, do people, you know, Eventually, yes. Drive up? Yeah. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, you, oh, get, wow. you get stuck up, uh, you, and you have It's a simulator, of- Bo, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does the guy ever come up and go, what's the most you ever lost in a coin toss? <laughs> <laughs> Get some kind of weird looking cow cow awesome. killer tank thing in his hand. Yeah, none of that uh as far as far as I know, but like there was a rattlesnake that came through the store the other day and you want to not have that happen when people are there and No, no, yeah. not, not traditionally, no. <laughs> it it doesn't take itself too seriously, which is what I like. And they've made the the game parts of it gamey and fun and easy and, and you know, not super complicated or over simmy, and I appreciate it for that. I think it looks really nice, like graphically it looks really great. They just need, they need to patch some of that. I mean, I'm gonna have to start over or or wait for a patch because I'm stuck right now. And stupid uh-huh. mop, dude. Gosh dang it. All right. Um, yeah, there's like a Slurpee machine type thing. Uh, Baylel in the chat. That's exactly what you can do. You can unlock all kinds of stuff you'd think of in a in a place like that. It's cool. Uh, yeah, I like that kind of shit. So I'm in. I'm gonna play that for a while. Uh, WarioWare. For the Switch, the new WarioWare. What's it called? War- oh, shit. I forgot the full name. I'm a Wario. I'm a gonna win. Uh, war- hold on. I'm excited to hear how this is because I love WarioWare. WarioWare. Get it together. There we go. Uh, it's great. I'm very early. This was a gift from one of my kids. Uh, delayed birthday gift. They wanted to wait until a game came out on the Switch and then bought it for me. It was nice. Um, it's uh if you love WarioWare games, I think this is a incredible return to form for that series. I've never played a WarioWare game. Oh, they're so good, Bo. And they're so weird. And that's where yeah. I love this new one. The new one is weird as shit. But it also... Um, how do I explain this? So, John, you've played them, so you kind of know what's up. Usually it's like, yeah. oh, here's a screen. you got to kind of figure out what to do and do it real quick. And then once you do, okay, cool. Now it's just a matter of doing it faster or whatever. Um, this is a little different. There's character selection, and it depends on what level you're on and who you've unlocked, but they all behave differently, and they all move differently, Wario included, and you put them in these worlds, and those worlds or those one-screen um, things are still super weird. Like, here's a giant yeah. finger, and you got to figure out where, where it goes up the nose or whatever. But yeah. now you got Wario floating around in there, and he has to be a part of it. Somehow. So he's got to like push the finger up in there and figure out how to do it. And when I first heard that, I went, no, 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 don't play with the formula. Just do weird mini games. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm so far. I'm at that yeah, part of the journey. And I you. knew you'd feel that way the second you heard this. It works, though. I don't know how, but it freaking it's actually better. And oh, my okay. God. Yeah, it's great. So far, yeah. I'm not super, Look, I'm like four uh, worlds uh, in or something. It's and I'm, all the old characters are back. It's great. I love this game. I'm watch. I'm watching an IGN review of it. Mm hmm. Okay, and this is weird, gotta right? Sh- I got to share this picture with you of it. Hang on, I'm going to the Discord. 
There's like a guy with his tongue uh-huh. out, yep. like an ice cream that looks like it's the thickest, dongiest tongue I've ever seen. Yeah, and he's going, he's going whole hog on this ice cream, like yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. And a lot of the art is like, oh, it's a photo of a hand, or it's a, a weird, bad like art in uh, MS Paint or something, or you oh know, like God. different styles, like the old games, John. You know what I'm talking about, like that. Oh really yeah, yeah. Odd Sometimes thing. it's. It, like th- what makes WarioWare so amazing is sometimes it's very nice art. Sometimes it looks like it's off a of message board art. Like it's all over the place. You get seconds to decide and figure out what it is you need to do. And uh, I think that's cool. I am going to have to try it to get on board with this picking characters business because uh, I have what? concerns. I believe you that it's possible. Yeah. But I have concerns. Because here's what mechanically, here's here's how I'll I'll explain it. You know how a game would start and normally and you'd be like, oh, I need to lift. Like they just showed one and I just showed it at the chat. I need to lift these headphones off this character mm-hmm. before the timer runs out. And at first yeah. you're like, what am I doing? Oh, those headphones move. Okay. And in the old way, you'd be some kind of little thing, right? A little character creature or some kind of. Something in that world that pushed these headphones off. Well, now you're just one of these these characters that are in there. And some of them are going to get those headphones off easier than others. But for the most part, you're using characters that are perfectly suited for the minigame you're in. And it just fits the story better and doesn't change the gameplay at all. Like, the the the, the still that sense of, oh, shit, that's what I have to do. Okay, oh, barely made it. That's still 100% the game. I I think you'd really like it. I'm well, I guess a part of it, too, is uh, WarioWare, a lot of what I associate with it was, um, you know, on like the 3DS where you had a stylus and stuff like that. And without a stylus to go off of, yeah, you need a different way to interface with that world because early WarioWare games were just like, well, you press A or you press up or down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I think maybe this does make sense in a world where you don't you're not using a stylus for things and all of that. So, Oh, right. This is, I guess now that you say that it's the first time without motion controls or stylus as your primary way of playing. Oh yeah. Characters look cool, man. Dr. Krygor. Oh, they're great, dude. Oh yeah. And uh, I imagine Ashley, the witch is back who uh, should be very popular these days. Seen as that Agatha all along song uh, basically is a complete rip off of her theme. hundred percent. Uh, she's definitely in there. And you basically, you can, after a while, you can choose like your crew you want to take out. You're like, well, I like how this guy shoots a weird ring from his head, but he doesn't move otherwise. And I like how Wario can float around on a jetpack. And I like how this guy does this other thing. Um, and then you, you know, you go use him for the stuff. There's right now I'm showing a part that's from a bunch of Mario games or old Nintendo games. Oh yeah, because there was always uh, there was always a character that uh, you know they they were the gamer, and so right. all the all the mini games relating to them were all references to video games. Yeah. Like I remember in the first WarioWare, you had to basically beat Metroid. Like, right, you, you'd fight Mother Brain in a couple seconds, yep. and uh, yeah, same thing here. It's going on. Um, it's is this an eighty dollar title? Like this is a mainline title. Um, kind of thing? I want to say this was not the normal fifty nine here, but forty nine or something, ten off of that. I want to say mm. it's not quite full, but it's a you know, my kids are playing multiplayer right player right now. But there's a, a pretty thick campaign in this. The multiplayer is just like a really fun way to do mini games, and it's actually pretty good. They've all been playing it, um, but I've just been playing the campaign. Like I said, I'm only four worlds into it, so I can't. 
speak too much at length, but I'm just because I'm just I'm, I'm watching all the games and like I've, I've turned the audio off and listen to you talk. There's one where there's like it's split screen four ways and there's a, like a leg with hairs on it. Oh and yeah, the players have to pull the hairs out of the leg. Like, yeah, weird, right? What is this game? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very it's weird. Warrior. Yeah, what you're describing is exactly right, and. This is like my first exposure to WarioWare. I feel like, you know, I'm on the tour network or something. And Wario is such an idiot. I just love the writing in it. Oh, there's there's uh, Captain, what's his name? Uh, uh, Captain Toad. Captain Toad, yeah, doing his thing. Um, but it's just this, the series has always been this rare mix of like, I'll see, you know, like that guy just shot the headphones off or the girl floated up and did it, like changed that minigame quite a bit. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. There's like this variety that gets injected without, you kind of knowing that it's being done to you. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a weird, it's weird and great. Really like it. Reviews are strong. People think this is like, you know, why are, why are you aware is back baby kind of thing? I think I agree. I think it's very well, cool. multiplayer has always been really good and different in this. Like it's that, that's the other thing is this is a game that is just as strong single player as it is multiplayer, right. which is not often that you find a game that pulls that off. Yeah. So, I love WarioWare. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. It's a it's a thing that feels like it shouldn't work, and it works excellent every time. Yeah, it's a very odd thing, and it's no wonder a million people tried to copy it, and there's a lot of games that are sort of like it. Um, the boss battles are a much longer affair. Not not huge long, but like you can see here, this is basically a level of Super Mario Brothers, or Super Mario World level. Yeah. And... But it's done with this floating robot. Uh, <laughs> he's so happy. He's stoked, yeah. So there's there's cool boss levels and just, I don't know. I And I like the humor of it. And Mario's a dick. And it's just, it's great. All right. Uh, that's what I played. Uh, John, you beat Final Fantasy 3 already? That's only a yeah, week. Yeah, let's... Uh, hey, let's talk the Final Fantasy hour, but I assure you all I played other things this time. All right. So it's not going to just be Final Fantasy. But yes, I beat Final Fantasy 3. Yeah. Um, yeah, last week you, you just beat two, day. right? You beat two last week and now three. That's amazing. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. If you just play every day uh, or frequently, a couple hours, you'll get through them. Uh, so final review for Final Fantasy III. Uh, I really liked it. Um, so far, of the three that I've played, it was my favorite. Uh, mechanically, it was really, really good. Story was okay. Mm. Um, but I had a, a fantastic time with it. It also felt like the most balanced Final Fantasy because it was... Uh, kind of consistently difficult, but not in an unfair way, like how two felt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a great time with it. It was uh, it was amazing, and I've started Final Fantasy IV, which was the first in the Super Nintendo generation of Final Fantasy titles. And it feels like it has immediately traded the things that three wasn't good at and was good at, and just swapped them. Oh, so Final Fantasy IV is uh, a lot more story based. Um, you know, not a lot I can say about the story of three. It's like, ah, you're heroes. Go be heroes. Four is where it kind of starts to put on its big boy pants and go, ah, we're going to do stories that are a little more interesting than, than what you might expect. You know, you play a character that's basically working for the bad guys at the beginning and you're dealing with doing some pretty seedy business and, uh, calling into question your morality as to why you would be doing that stuff. And uh, mechanically, it's definitely simplified. You're not picking jobs anymore. Uh, Jobs are basically assigned to you. You're just going to do what you're going to do. And you get spells as you level up. So there's no more going to shops and trying to buy 
you know, which spells do I want to buy, stuff like that. So it's a little more simplified on the uh, system side, but it is definitely um, bigger on the uh, on the story side. So right now, the, the video we're showing isn't the Pixel Remaster, but that is what I'm playing. So I'm playing the PC uh, Pixel Remaster of the game. Uh, it looks really good. Um, it doesn't look like this, <laughs> but it looks really, really good. And uh, I, I'm really having a good time with it. You know, I've only done, I've only spent about a almost two hours in there, um, and playing it on Steam, the Steam version. And uh, I'm gonna keep, keep at it. Uh, but yeah, having having a good time. Yep, this is it. There we go. Here it is. Yep. This is your pixel. This remaster. is what I played. Very upright. Um, yeah. It looks it looks good. I mean, again, it looks like it looks like it's from its era, and you would go, "Yeah, that that's what this old game looked like." But then you go and you look at what it actually looked like, and you go, "Oh, they they did work to this. Amazing." Yeah. yeah. So uh, it it's really good, um, and I'm going to be playing more of that. So I'll have more to say as I as I play a bit. Which more which that. game has the the 3ds game that's like 3dified and looks all pretty and stuff? What what, what was that? Uh, they made a 3ds version of three and four and four. So, so in theory, this, this fourth one exists in that form somewhere. Yep. You can actually on steam, you can get final fantasy four 3d remake. I kind of want to play that for some odd reason. Why do I want to do I, that? Here's what I will tell you. Uh, so one thing I've heard is the 3d remake of four is one of the hardest final fantasy games ever made. I don't know if that's true, but, uh, because I've been playing so much, I'm in some sort of system now, and I get recommended a bunch of Final Fantasy stories when I get on the internet. Mm, so, mm. Uh, but uh, honestly, I think the Pixel remasters play better. Mm. Uh, I went back and played some of the three 3D remake, mm-hmm. and if you're using it on your handheld, I think that's one thing. If you're sitting at the computer playing it, I think the Pixel remaster is a better experience. Mm. It moves faster. It moves smoother. There's a better flow to it. There's a lack of like jankiness. Like everything feels polished and complete. Whereas when you play the 3D ones, you look at it and you go, ugh, these are a little muddy. Cause I mean, you're looking at an up res 3DS game mm. essentially. Yeah. And uh, it's a little rough. I don't know how much that carries over for four because I haven't looked at it, but yeah. the Pixel remasters play really well. Uh, they they control and move well. They have auto battle, which is really really useful for these games. And uh, I highly recommend the Pixel Remaster so far. Okay, uh, nice. And now you're on to well, you said you're on to four, and then of course you know after that the world's your oyster, John. You're gonna play them all. Yeah, yeah. Five and six aren't out yet, so uh, when we finish four, and it will it will probably happen. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe play some other games for a little bit until five and six come out. But uh, I'm having a good time with it. I'm also playing Final Fantasy 14 still on a regular basis. It's actually where most of my gaming time is going. Mm. And uh, not a lot new to say there, except I got my car. Oh, uh, nice. So the you event got that... where you can get the car from 15 is out yeah. and it's happening. And I got it. Okay. A bunch and... of people on Twitter asked me today, do you know if John got the car? Now we know he got the car. Yeah. Good I got job. the car. I've gotten a lot of questions about it too. So I'll just say this because for some reason people know it's a limited thing. It's a very cool looking limited thing. And as a result, a lot of people are very excited about it. So to answer the question I have gotten multiple times from multiple people since the car came out, how do you get the car? Uh, you go to old, uh, you do the quest 
And then once you're done with the quest, you have to have 200,000 Manderville coins from the casino. Yeah. And then you buy the car. Um, but here's the thing. You do have to be level 50 at least, and you have to have completed the main A Realm Reborn story, not the patches. Oh. But you cannot get the quest unless that's done. So okay. it goes until October sometime. So there's enough time where if you really cared about it, you could get in there and do it, but you would be pushing it. Like there's there's a lot to do yeah. in order to get that car. It's not something you can just go last minute and say, I think I'd like that. Uh, it does take some grinding and some work if you haven't been playing the game regularly on top of it nice uh but the quest itself was really cool um it ties in very heavily to final fantasy 15 a final fantasy game i've played zero of Mm. but uh it did have some really neat moments where you know i knew i was interacting with the protagonist of another final fantasy and that character and my character were sitting down and having a little talk by the fire and talking about what it's like being a hero and being an adventurer and all of that. And it was a cool quest. It was really well done. And uh, you got to do some cool fights and I I had a good time with it. So it's worth getting the car. If you can, you're going to play, you'll end up playing uh, 15 at some point, right? Okay. Oh yeah. I have them. I did. I went and did the math. I was like, do I have every final fantasy on my computer? Mm -hmm. And I checked and I do. Yeah. So it's not, I'm not even, it's not even a case of, I have to wait for game pass or anything like that. Yeah. There's the guys up on the screen. That's the guy I hung out with. Yeah. These are odd. Um, I played a a big chunk of the first part of 15. It's a very weird game. Like not in a bad way, just a weird I meant to get back to it and didn't. It was on Game Pass. Now it's not there, but I was I was gonna keep going and I didn't. But it's a very it's a very pretty game. But it's weird. Very yeah, weird. it's it's odd. I like it. I mean, the idea of a road trip through a fantasy universe, I think, is uh, an extremely cool one that I love. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I I think it's cool. Um, so that's the Final Fantasy stuff. Nice. There, I think I covered Final it Fantasy quickly. update complete. Well done. Yep. We did it. Yeah. Uh, but I also played a game called Lost in Random, uh, which is a game that just came out recently. I know it's on Origin. I know that because when I launched it in Steam, it launched Origin anyway. What's Origin? Um, Origin. Uh, it, it used to be a. Uh, it used to be a. <laughs> it was. It was a hot thing. It was store. A, it was like the Epic Game Store. Yeah. But nobody, nobody did it. Yeah. Remember that? It was hot. It was really hot. Now oh, it's a, EA's now it's a, origin. Okay. Yeah, now it's yeah, a yeah. thing. I was thinking that, of the guys who made Wing Commander. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, they're making Star Citizen and taking all your money. So of course. That Never is, mind. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Uh, but this game's really cool. Um, it kind of has a, uh, you know, kind of Coraline aesthetic. Like it, it kind of looks creepy you know you might call it tim burton-esque as well um it's all based around this world where you know they're big on uh chance and rolling the dice and randomness uh they maybe lean into it a little too hard um there's a part of me that they do it well i don't want to say that it's necessarily bad But when I first heard the title, I was like, I hate this title. Mm. And it's because we live in a society right now where people go and, oh, that's so random. That person's so random that I hear the word random and I just don't like it. This game doesn't approach it in that way. It's not, oh, that's so random and that, oh, he just said hot dog for no reason. Mm. Like, it's not that. It's just that, you know, this is a society built around rolling a dice and they consider that, you know, true equality 
And they definitely lean into it. Your character's name is Even. You have a sister named Odd. Oh, jeez. Like, there is, a, there is a lot of dice, game of chance uh, references. But the art is really cool. The story is very interesting and intriguing. Um, I'm still very early on into it. I, I don't think I've even really seen how the mechanics uh, are all going to work. But I know there's a card element to it as well. Like, not only do you roll dice, but also there there is like a deck of cards that you essentially can carry around as you're doing this adventure game. And it's cool. Uh, I, I really am digging it, and I'm going to play a lot more of it. Um, it's whimsical. Yeah. Sometimes maybe a little too much, though. But, I like, uh, I like whimsy. I, Whimsy's good. Yeah, it's just one of those things. There's a part where you're walking through your house and you can look at every portrait and there's something whimsical about every portrait. Mm. And it's kind of funny for the first two. And then for the last two, you're like, yeah, we get it. Whimsy. Mm-hmm. I understand. Sure. You get the um, concept of whimsy. Yeah. Does so, it? Uh, I'm getting a, a Psychonauts kind of vibe out of the art. Would you say that's fair or no? Little, yeah, I know. think it looks very. So I haven't played Psychonauts two yet, despite it coming out. Um, this is one I of those things where it's like, oh, it's a Netflix original. I'll get around to watching it. It's a, it's a, it's now Game Pass yeah. forever, and now I'll get around to playing it. Kind of attitude. I have a weird problem where I'm like, well, I feel like I should beat Psychonauts one, but I, it's really hard to go back to that game, which is one of my main concerns about two. Is I'm like, well, I hope they made that game control and play a lot better because mm. I don't think the first one played particularly well, but I did like it. I just never finished it. And as a result, now I want to go to two and I'm like, but shouldn't I play one first? And that's just a bigger commitment that I'm ready to make. So I will either eventually just watch a YouTube video and play two uh, or you know, I'll figure it out. But yeah, very Psychonauts on its on its style. Yeah. A lot of grotesque creatures and dark, you know, kind of gothic themes around stuff. I really, really like it a lot. Uh, and the, the movement's very uh, cool. stop motion animation. I really like that. Yeah, like, that's why I said kind of a Coraline vibe. Like yeah. that's the thing it keeps reminding me of is is Coraline as I'm playing through it. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. And this is a. Uh, where Steam? Did you get it, or where did you get this? I got it on Steam. Uh, it's apparently an EA game, so it could, in theory, come to uh, Game Pass eventually. But it's not one of their free ones at the moment. Right. It's one of those. It's a new EA release, yeah. therefore you can't play it yeah. yet. But yeah, that part of EA play where they get you. That's how they get yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too new bastards but uh i so far i'm having a really good time with it look at um, all the games we played today that had dice in it that's kind of a weird uh connection here isn't it dice man yeah 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 dice all over the place yep. we like it another cool one to get um uh that has dice in it is free right now on the epic game store um and since bo bo you love epic now so you should go over there and get this right away from the epic game store they've got um uh-huh. a game called Larith? Ah, shit. I can't remember the name of the damn thing. Anyway, it's one of the the two free games this week, but it's uh, It's it's a dice legacy, is it? No, but it's very dice gamey. You're you're on a... I I don't know if I compare it to FTL because it's not really that, but you're on a ship on its way to Mars, and there's some story in between, but mostly it's about shit that happens bad between turns or between rounds to your ship, and then you having to send qualified people to the parts of the ship to fix it and they do that with dice rolls and i played a bunch of that too and just not enough to talk about it too deeply but 
Larith, I mm. think, or Larneth. Anyway, Larith. it's a lot of RNG. Like it is, they may as well have called it RNG. But well, sometimes that's speaking fun. of playing not enough to maybe talk about it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I played Deathloop. Whoa, one of us played the brand new hot release <laughs> Deathloop. <laughs> Yeah, oh, wow. imagine that. Somebody actually played the new game that's getting a lot of reviews and a lot of attention right yeah, now. It I'm was glad. me, unfortunately, uh, for the rest of you, because I don't have a ton to say. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did pick up Deathloop because it was getting so much attention and such rave reviews. And I was like, I got I to gotta try this. I got to give it a go. Yeah. For background, this is the Arcane Studios game that is now owned by Microsoft via the Bethesda acquisition. And... Uh, any sequel to it will probably never be on a PlayStation again. But but yeah. yes, right now, a PlayStation timed exclusive and on PC as well. All right, continue your story. Yes, so I played it on the PC. Uh, it seems like it's going to be cool. I am not that far in it. I will tell you why. It's no fault of the game. Um, but like a lot of these games where it's a, a first-person game where you can approach things stealthily or you can go in and be tactful or, you know, kind of hack or, you know, run and gun... I immediately have a tendency to default to stealth mm. and it's a really slow methodical play style. Like there's a reason I would probably never play one of these games on a stream. It would be boring as hell. Cause it's a lot of me just creeping around behind boxes, looking at dudes. Yeah. Um, and I was not in the mood to do that right. <laughs> when I sat down and played the game. And I tried running and gunning, and I had a little bit more fun, but that's also not how I typically play the games. So it was a case of like, oh, I think this is really cool. I think this is. I think there's really something to this game. This is not the kind of game I want to play at the moment. Um, but I am going to get back into it, and I, I want to try it because I can see how all the pieces are going to fit together for this game. Yeah. Uh, the main character of this game, so the idea is that you are in this world that is kind of uh, looped, you know, you've kind of got a Groundhog Day situation. Everybody's reliving the same day over and over again. But you and another character are the only ones that are really aware that there is a loop. And you are trying to kill each other. Mm. Or at the very least, she is trying to kill you. Sure. And so you are going through, you are trying to take out uh, a group of people, uh, kind of the elite of this society, uh, without getting killed yourself and you are being hunted while you do it and you get a bunch of powers and power-ups and things like that uh, and, but unless you make it to the next section that you have to do it all within a day unless you get to the next section um, I don't think that stuff carries over I'm not sure because I haven't gotten I thought far everything you yet. all the clues you get I think do carry but I don't know about some of them do. So, like, if I were to die right now, I could skip a section of the game because I know a code, right. you know, like, so I can go through this door. Right. I think there's an element of that. Um, but there was also a power up at the beginning that I picked up that I then had to pick up again. So I'm just not far enough to know exactly how all of that is going is going to ultimately play out. Um, I will report back as I play more, but I think you guys would both like this game. Like this game is actually pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the aesthetic is really neat. It's kind of got a 1960s spy vibe. So it, it actually kind of looks like a no one lives forever kind of world. Yeah. That's, that's funny you say that. That's kind of the vibe I got as soon as I started watching this video loop. It's like, Oh yeah, you're, this is very that I used to love that game. So I'm all for that style. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And uh, can I ask you something about the time loop mechanic? Because this is the part yes. that 
normally would turn me off of the concept, not because it's a bad concept, because I just don't jive with it normally. Like everyone loved Outer Wilds last year or two years ago, whatever it was. I could not enjoy Outer Wilds. And the reason I didn't like it is I didn't like being timed. Everything was timed. I'm like, well, I have so much yeah. time to do it this time. And if I don't find enough shit, I'm not going to get it. And I got good news for you, Scott. Ugh, this is timed, isn't it? No. It, oh, it's, it's not. not. Okay. It what? is in the scope of you have, quote unquote, a day to yeah. do it. When you are in an area, time does not move. There oh. is no, so like you drop in the area, you're like, okay, this is the area I got to get through. There's people I need to kill. There is no time limit on it. You are, you can go as slow okay. or as quick as you want. It sounds so, like they solved my whole problem because I hate that. Yeah. And this doesn't have that. You've, you've already made me like 80% more interested in grabbing this. Um, yeah. Because none of the reviews so. are clear about that. You know, like they all, they all want to really emphasize this idea that, well, the first day you couldn't figure it out, but the next day you knew some clues. So you did a little better. And it's not a roguelike, but it's, you know, the feeling of like, oh, I discovered more. So next time I'll be even more equipped to handle this. And none of them ever really speak to, well, is this being timed? Do I see a clock the whole time? <laughs> Does it run out? Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, here I am standing. You're almost done. Because that's what Outer Wilds did. And it irritated the shit out of me, despite, you know, everyone loving that game. I just couldn't do it. So yeah. you're telling me that's not the case here? I'm in. Yep. Yeah, you, no, you're going to be fine. It it plays more, from my understanding at least, more akin to a roguelike in that the, the really the only way the time mechanic comes into play is understanding the mechanics of the world mm. and therefore being able to adapt to them. Like, well, I know this person will always go here. I know this person will always be doing this because they're in a loop. Yeah. Um. So and did you have you ever did you that. run into any of the technical issues PC people have been complaining about or did okay did you, all that's fine I did I did fine um, for some reason it didn't recognize my monitor like everything was still fine about it but like on the screen where I was setting it it was like you have a generic PNP monitor I was like that is not even what my computer thinks my monitor <laughs> is so <laughs> I don't know where you're getting this from but. Uh, that that's fine. Um, it's still, it still worked fine. So, but again, I haven't spent a ton of time in it. I, I want to spend more. The main character is really likable. Like he's kind of, he tells a lot of bad jokes. Um, sometimes as a result, he can be a little, a little cringy, yeah. but he's very funny. Um, like I have laughed multiple times at this game from some of the stupid stuff. The main character says, <laughs> that's and, rare uh, for you. They, you usually don't fall for that kind of, you know, game humor doesn't, you're not an idiot. It's not like, Oh, that's the funniest joke I ever heard. So if you're laughing, that's, that says something. I mean, some of it's dumb, but it feels like it's done in the giving you an idea of who the character is. Yeah. So like his hacking tool isn't called a hacking tool. He calls it as hack, like hack thingamajig or something like that. And that's like, or it's called the hackamajig. And like, that's actually what is listed on it. And you can tell it's called that because that's just what he calls it because that's how he talks. Because, um, when he speaks, he kind of, he kind of talks like that. He kind of tells dumb jokes. He kind of says weird stuff at weird moments. And it doesn't feel like it's there because some writers in a room thought it was funny. It, it, feels like it's there because they have an idea of who this character is and he's the kind of person that says stuff like this i get you well i'm in, i'm in I, I you've convinced me with the time thing 
That was my biggest hang-up. I hate feeling like I'm in a rush where I got to live by some arbitrary video game time. So with that, that not being a problem, the, everything else sounds compelling. Like the, the figuring it out, the mystery of it all. The I love Arcane anyway. I think Dishonored 2 is an amazing game. And uh, this takes some of those cool ideas, brings them forward into this new thing. I'm, I'm super into it. So I'm going to get it. You've done it, John. Well done. Hey, we sold Scott on something. Yep. Perfect. I got 17 bucks sitting on Steam that's just sitting there, needs to be spent. So I'm going to spend that. Yep, you're going to spend that and some. And more. Go yeah. for it. Uh, all right, Bo, Hi. tell me all about... Oh my gosh, you, so you... Well, 100- I, I, I more just have a list of things to go through and not really any big... Well, go for it. What do you... Long-lasting uh, yeah. topics. So, <clears throat> 100% in Hades. I've got all the achievements now. I'm still working That's on heat levels. Crazy. So you've beaten Hades. Got- Hades is done. You've, you've beaten it. I've beaten Hades a while ago, but I'm, you know, getting better at the game, like completing higher heat levels. There's, there's about uh, 10 to 20 mutators, and then you can increase the difficulty of them up to... They're worth various points up to 60 heat. So I'm at, at the highest levels. I got the second statue at 16 heat. There's still like 40 more heats left to go, depending on if I really want to, you know, how high, hard of a challenge. I just see how hard of a challenge I can go to and what my max heat level is. So, um, yeah, I'm playing Hades still and enjoying it. Uh, taking a little break, though, but I got all the achievements. It's my second game on Steam. To have all the achievements. What's the first? Any guess on the on the other one? Um, hold on. What would it be? Oh, geez, what's something Bo really, really obsessed with? I mean, I would have probably banished would have been a good guess, but he has right below his Hades yeah. comment. Well, while oh. you guys think about that, I also played banished, and I have one achievement left in there. So I had two achievements left to do, so I got one, and I'm going to do another one. Banished is an amazing game, probably one of the greatest video games of all time. Oh, you should be playing it. Um, it's cheap. It, and it, I have it. I need to. I need to pick it up again. Sorry, I'm cutting it. you off because I'm just playing this game. You've yeah, yeah, I've I'm, guessed the achievement. All right, uh, is it a Deus Ex we, game? It, it was mentioned on today's show. It was. Oh, okay. Well, well Deus Ex? in a way. Oh, in, in a way? way. In a way, it was mentioned on today's show. It's a video game, and it's on Steam. In a way. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, it was a. Re- it's a remade game. How how old? I played it in its original incarnation. Oh, is it Kingdoms of Amalur? Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Including the expansion content. I 100% of that game originally. Oh, man. Yeah. I should go. It was a fun uh, game. I, I really enjoyed it at the time. It was pretty close after launch. I played the shit out of it. And I, I, you talked a lot about it, too. I don't think we knew each other at that time. But I remember you talking about Kingdoms of Amalur and, like, Final Score or something like that. Yeah. I, I was like, call. shit, I got to play this. And it was fun. It was like single player. Wow. Good with the controller. Uh, maybe Zelda style. Like, like they're only making good Zelda games like that now. So for at the time, it was like, you know, you could play any one of a number of classes. This is cool. Had a lot of depth. It was amazing. You know, yeah. I mean, at the time, it was pretty fun. I still have, even though he's, you know, kind of shit poster galore now. That's his real name. But uh, I still have Kurt's, uh, Kurt Schilling's, um, phone number i could text him and say hey one of my favorite people in the world bo just 100 percent of your or you already did you beat yeah, you, you've had ago, the thing like forever yeah or something like that so uh, why am i so interested in picking up that uh, ever since john's review thing for dear martha and then you talking about it now i'm kind of in the mood for that game it's a good feeling game because it's uh you have classes it has interesting abilities it has interesting enemies it's mmo light you walk around pick up quests do them 
I heard the the remake was not super special. Like it's just an upres on textures. Like yeah. you know, uh, you could probably just play the original. But it was fun. It just was like fun. I kept, couldn't wait to do the next quest, fight the next monsters, find the items. Yeah, you know, it was good. And uh, you know, I fell into it at the time. I also wasn't working, so I had a lot of time at that time too to. to it was a pretty dense game. There's a lot of like hundred percenting it is not a small thing. It's like hundred and twenty hours or something. I liked it better but than yeah. Skyrim at the time, which you know, maybe controversial, but I was having more fun in it than I was yeah. in Skyrim. Yeah. And I think that that goes to what we were talking about earlier about Celasta. It's like, where are you having the most fun? And this was yeah, really because they're not like simulator or RPG. It was it's a action adventure game. Yeah. But it had, it had enough of the RPG elements to make it feel like you weren't just playing another Uncharted style. Yeah, you were leveling up and you were, you know, yeah, your, your items yeah. were getting better. And yeah, it's, it's a just, good blend that you honestly don't find. I guess you can find them, but its execution was really good. The art was the art was very distinctive and great too. Like I wish it was. You're still making games now. Well, I feel. I like, mean, keep in mind. So this game was almost finished by the time. Um. By the time 38 purchased Big Huge Games, Big Huge Games made the game. It had nothing to do with Schilling's other MMO or any of that yet. They converted it all to have the story and the characters and the whatever. And it was supposed to be sort of a prequel of sorts. But had Big Huge Games not gotten absorbed by them and 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 lost by them, because when they all went to crap, that went to crap too. I think that company might still be making really great games, including follow-ups yeah. to this. And that really bums me out because they were they were awesome. Um, yeah. So, anyway. anyways, hundred percent of the Hades is my second hundred percent. So, I'm not, and I'm going to get banished. The reason why I want banished is because I want my Steam profile to list my t- two some some of my favorite games in the world that I've completionisted in, just Hades and, and banished. So, I that's I've gotten a hundred percent achievements for a single Steam game. Um, and um, not that it matters all that much, but I was so close to both Hades when I picked it back up and banished. I was like. And there's a lot of banished wannabes out there now. It's still not as good as banished because they're trying to they're trying to make you level up and get a tech tree. Banished is all about giving you all the tools right at the start, and yep. you just try not to fail. You just have anxiety the whole time. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not about rewarding you at all, <laughs> which is what I. So few games do that with all the tires we do with dopamine. And I'm like, banished is so unrewarding, it's refreshingly unrewarding. It does nothing to make you feel good. It just wants to make you feel bad, and the only good you feel from that game. Is if you manage to balance the ecosystem of population, resources, it, it, but no little thing pops up saying, you did a good job on to level two of your town or something like that. It's okay. just, it just does nothing. Even there's no game over screen. If you lose all your population, that's just it. Just reload a new game. It's, there's no fanfare. Yeah. I love it. There's a, there's a, there's this rustic, stoic simplicity to the lack of trying to fillet me while I play your video game <laughs> that I love. And, you know, so like, Anyways, um, I don't know why I worded it that way, but I mean it. Um, <laughs> I have four games that I have all the achievements for, but when I look at them, none of them actually seem impressive. Like, like yeah. how do you know two. this? How do you see this on your Steam account? If you click well, if you up at to the top profile, of your name, yeah. Uh, so you go to profile, and yeah. then oh, I clicked on view my profile. Go to your name or next to community, your name, and then there's a drop down and then activity profile. Profile taking yeah. your profile. Okay, so I'm looking. Uh let's see, comments. I just got there and now I don't remember how I got there. I don't Workshop remember what items, I did. Groups, View my profile. Do you click see, on- I have a place where it's like achievements. Mm-hmm. 
on my profile, so I clicked that. I don't have that. But that's something that I put there. You guys should check out my profile. I got some I got some sweet Hades art on my profile too. It's pretty badass. Is it the- Oh, okay. I know where it is. I think I know where it is. Okay. Uh hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. Okay, so you click click your I'm name, go activity, then on the side it says games. Mm-hmm. And then there is a tab called perfect games. And anything under your perfect games would be a game that you have. <laughs> I don't have anything that doesn't even list yeah. perfect games. So I guess so I, I have a perfect game showcase. So go to click the link in Discord of my profile and you'll see my perfect games. Oh, let's see. Um, Mine are uh, Batman the Telltale series, then Batman the Enemy Within the Telltale series, Monkey Island 2, the special edition, and Walking Dead Season 2. Those I've, are got, your comp- I've those got three are Telltale games and one adventure game. Yeah, those, those are your are perfect my, games. Those are my perfect games. Oh, so you have some. So there I you have go. some. Yeah, the Space four. Quest collection, Bo. You got. Yeah, I'm gearing up for. A, I'm John's inspired me with this Final Fantasy thing, so I think I'm going to gear up for a Space Quest run at some point. Oh, as soon nice. as I'm done Disco Elysium. So it's wait, been a while since I've played them, and uh, how come you're level is- fourteen? On your overall Steam level, and I'm level 19, but I don't have any of these perfect games. Is it, what does that number mean? Oh, it, I don't know. It's a metric for like participating in Steam-related things. Like it's not, oh. it's not tied to necessarily anything. Like I'm a Steam level 27. Yeah. And it's, I, it's just like, hey, did you do this? You got something for this. Hey, did you do this? You get oh, this. okay. So mostly what I think this, yeah, I probably hire them, Bo, because I've got 2,400 games or something. <laughs> yeah, you probably got a lot of points from that. Yeah, I have 447 yeah. games. I'm, yeah, uh, I think I get artificially pumped up. With senpai, uh, don't beat me or whatever it is they say in anime. <laughs> I uh, like to, you went, you did full, the full animation there. Good uh, job. Honorary Senpai, or I'm not worthy Senpai. Something yeah, like that. Something like that. Anyways, also, this just in, beep, 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 Steam has approved my refund of Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Oh, man. Ah, that's a bummer. I'm still going to, so, I think I'm going to keep and play because I, well, I actually got a code now that I think about it. So I guess it's I don't probably fine. It's just, it's a long game and I've, I've got a, I got a, li- I got a to do list. I got Disco Elysium. I got Sea of Thieves. I want to finish Hades. And then I can move on to some other games like the Space Quest thing and I'm I wanna do I wanna do a um, a hard an Iron Man run of the hardest mode of Divinity Original Sin 2. I was like because I was thinking I like I'm playing Pathfinder, but I'd rather just do hard mode divinity. So let's let's do that then. Yeah, see so, that's where I came with the Celasta thing, because the Celasta thing, I was like, I'm having more fun over here. Like I'm just having more whatever your reasons are, it's just more fun. There is also yeah, like, a I might buy Celasta. Uh, you should try well at least try it on Game Pass and and yeah. um the uh there's a iron man mode in that if you're into it cool. um i haven't tried it but yeah i mean there's there's just so many games to play like i got caught up in the hype and when the when the writing failed to excite me i'm like i've never refunded a game successfully on steam i had 2.6 hours i thought they weren't gonna let me i'm I'm shocked oh wow six hours over the limit so thank you yeah i think you're yeah. close enough they'll they'll do it they usually err on the side of the user so. And it could be that, like, ignore the writing and the game could be good. There's plenty of games of crap writing. Like, I don't know why it just ticked me off so much. But it was just, she just talks. Oh, I know what happened. You know when you pull that sword out? Oh, right. Yeah. There's a sword you pull out and it's five full pages of text. Like, I I read the first three and then by the fourth one, I'm just like, whatever. Like, ah, <laughs> like five pages. Of, of, it was like full text. And I'm like, that might be fun. And I like reading, but I just. 
I just fell in a hole, and all everyone wants to do is talk to me and make me read. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to run lot. and get the hell out of there. Like, it just totally, it just really didn't hit me right. Yeah, you know, there's like, there's <laughs> quite a bit of that. My other big hang-up is there's a ton of uh, voiceover until there isn't. And it's dropped suddenly. So you'll be like, oh, does it voice, voice, voice. Oh, I'm like, hey, this is going to be like the whole game like this, like Divinity. We're going to get, you know, VO for the whole game. And then suddenly the people who were talking to me just stopped talking and they just did text. And that's how it's all been since, really. Yeah, it's weird. If you're going to do both, I feel like you have to set an expectation early that it's going to be both. Like you can't you cannot be the people that go like. Well, it's our opening. It needs to be strong, so we'll voice all of it. Because to me, then you build a false expectation that it'll be a hundred percent. I think you need to have both voice and just read within the first couple bits of dialogue, a couple hours yeah. of your game at the very least. Just establish with whatever the norm's going to be, so the player's not you know thrown by it. I was a little thrown by it. I could, um, a lot of people reviewed well, and a lot of people are enjoying that game. So it was just it's a personal taste thing. I'm yeah, I think it just hit you. At, Pathfinder. Yeah. I'm just like I'm busy. I got lots of games. This isn't cutting the mustard for me. So I wish there were more. I wish there were more um, uh, campaign stories in Divinity. I, I don't want to just go do that island again. Like I kind of need new content over there. Well, that's why I like the new challenge, like doing Iron Man. So hardcore, you die, you die, and then playing solo, so no party members. Yeah, that's. And I'm probably gonna go undead because I like picking up a barrel of poison and that's a giant potion of po- it heals you when you drink it so you just you keep refilling bottles and you, you sharpen all your knives on it yeah. <laughs> being undead's great in that game yeah. it's super fun plus you're all skeleton um, skeleton man when you're uh, yeah. undead in there. Exactly. Skeleton I did dwarf. that for yeah. uh, my playthrough with uh, Kyle and them and it was the most fun being undead yeah. except Baldur's- when somebody accidentally heals you and you're like dude WTF Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> is or isn't happening this year what's the deal is it not happening? Um, well, it's, I mean, you can play the first act. It runs poorly on my system, and I kind of want to stream it, and I'm working on maybe some some streaming solutions and maybe upgrade a graphics card. Like, it needs to be more stable. It definitely, streaming and playing it really lagged out my computer. Yeah. And I kind of just want to play it when it's out, so I am super stoked for that game. That game has to be But good. what was the, I thought the release date was going to be before the end of the year, and did that change, oh, and I just I never probably heard? probably got put, I mean, I, I don't think you can that. believe any release date in mm-hmm. the COVID era at the moment. But they like, did do a big update. <laughs> Baldur's Gate initial release, date, oh, October 6, 2020. I'm like, they missed that one, but I think yeah. that's when it first came out. I thought this year was going to hit, but damn it well the pandemic has probably you know impacted things i mean i'm getting the larian updates i just don't read them <laughs> i yeah. signed up for the newsletter and it's like delete 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 but yeah maybe i should read one i'm very um, excited about it i just i want that out right now but i, I know mean, it's out the, it the is little out, bit right. i played was super promising the opening was great and you're on a mind flayer ship like for right from the trailer you start on the mind flayer ship and you're in hell i'm like this is good <laughs> this is really good so you know i just want I it to be done be can it be done? And the music's great too. Yeah, no. oh, Larian's dragging your feet. All right. Uh, uh, I have oh, one yeah. other thing to, to say. Oh, not really. I'm just playing the usual shit. Uh, oh. Disco Elysium, getting real far in that. Yeah, I, it's it's even gone deeper. Anyways, that it's, it's such a good game. Very nice. I need to. I keep seeing it going. Oh yeah, I want to see Scott play it. Like, I want to play it. I really do. I want you to take the plunge and get you into play it. it and stream it. I think. I think. Oh chat room, my gosh! Yeah, chat room would w- love watching you play, but it's like it's not like flashy or exciting for a stream. It's very muted. Yeah, that's but there okay. Are people well, who love that kind of thing. Yeah, that's okay. It doesn't have to all be, uh, you know, 
freaking Fortnite for me to want to stream it or see it. Uh, Austin, or uh, what was I going to say? Um, uh, I forgot now. Shit. Something about Disco Elysium, and I forgot what it was. Poop. Uh, oh, no, I know what it was. PC Gamer gave it their best. If, if you were, they were like, did a list of like 50 games in 2021 that, it, that you should play, like absolute must plays on PC. It was like by far in the first place. Like, yeah, nothing even yeah, came it's, a, it's, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a novel. If you like reading a novel, yeah, it's like a novel with a video game attached. Like, that's what it feels like to me. And it's very interactive and very, um, sharp and observant. Like, the things that, it isn't like traditional stock. I am a knight. Join my knights of this order and we shall free the realm. It's like, you know, uh, while someone's talking, your brain's like, what if you just died right here and nobody <laughs> gave a shit about you? And it's like you have these little thoughts in your head and you kind of dismiss them. It's like it, your brain behaves kind of the way your brain. You're like, shut up, brain. Like, I didn't want to think that. I'm talking about the Oilers game with my friend. Now, like, all of a sudden I'm scared of dying and yeah. I think I have a blood clot. Yeah. Like, you know, but that's that's what that game is like. Like, it's, it's like a helpful tool and also the primary antagonist of the game. Yeah. <laughs> You're your own worst enemy. And like, I'm pretty far in at this point and something new again just revealed itself. And I was like, oh, shit, was I that the whole time? Oh, no. Like, it's. And your partner's great. Kim, Kim yeah. Kitsuragi, mm-hmm. best yeah. uh, NPC sidekick in a game. Ever? Yeah, Ever. super good. I mean, he legit slammed me. I made legit uh, dialogue choices, and then he legit made fun of me for, like, other choices I did, like, earlier in the game. <laughs> I was like, hey. Uh, and I made him mad, actually. Oh, oh you gotta, I got to tell this story. Okay. I got I to gotta share something about this game. All right. So part of the game is, like, you're working on a a brand new genre of music mm-hmm. and you kind of come up with the brand new genre and, and you start at one point you can decide to start dancing. Like one, this one guy, this uh, young, older young kid, you know, is dancing like, that's not dancing. This is dancing. And you start dancing and you really get into it. And, and then you can roll to get other people to start dancing. And one is to get him to dance. And I failed that role. And then I yelled out that he was, it was pretty inappropriate, like border. It was pretty racist, but it was the only option I could have because mm. I failed the role and had to like say the the mildly racist thing, and then I had an option to say an even more racist thing. Oh mm. my god! And then he he wigged outside. And I had to apologize to him because I was like, I was just caught up in the moment, man. I didn't mean to call you an M effer, like. But it, anyway, like, and he was he leaves for the day. Like, I offended him so much that he's like, I can't be around you, and he goes away. And I'm like, this game is awesome. I was also high on speed and and uh, I drank and smoked too, so <laughs> yeah. I was kind of well. Okay, I wonder if that impacted your choices though, because no, no, it doesn't. The really, drugs no matter game, what you uh, drug, you're drugs be in that game do two things: mm. they give you a negative effect, like they damage your health or your morale, or they reduce a stat and they increase a stat. So if you're like need to do a psyche skill check, better do some pure holodin so I can boost my stats a bit, <laughs> so I can succeed on the skill check. But it doesn't really mess you up. At least I haven't paid a price for it yet. Mm. And when you take drugs, the electrochemical part of your brain's like, you want to do drugs. It'll make you a super cop. And and, and the, another part of your brain's like, I don't know. It's unsafe. He's like, shut up, other part of your brain. You're stupid. <laughs> take the drugs. There's no consequences to doing drugs. Like, like it, it's... It's the, it's the best, like... It's the best video game literature, if not, you know, arguably, in a way, it's not a great video game because it's a Sierra point-and-text, point-and-click text adventure game 
and I argue maybe Doom or something. There's other better examples of the form, mm. but it is like it's great literature. It's like, why do you want to read Dostoevsky? Do you want to read some? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Tolstoy, or why is it all Russian authors? I don't know. Mm. But, or, you know, do you want to read George Eliot or, or freaking who else writes Oscar Wilde, Oscar Wilde. Charles Dickens, well, or do you want to like read uh, whoever, yeah, whoever wrote this thing? Sure. And it's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Right. I can honestly yeah. say, you know, even having not gone nearly as far as Bo has in that story, it is unlike any other game I've ever played. Like, yeah no matter how you feel about it, like even if you walk away from it and go, ah, it wasn't for me, it is not like anything else. Like it looks like other games. It plays like other games. It is not like other games. When you see the assembled full package. Yeah. I keep, I keep hearing things like this and realize that if I'm, if I'm too, I don't know, whatever game card I have before I'm dead. And one of them should include, I've spent some time in Disco Elysium. So. Yeah, like, like if you're to like say top ten or top twenty five gaming experiences of all time, this is on the list. Damn, that's that's big to say that. But not because of fancy controls and right. fancy the arts. I mean, some of the arts disturbing but beautiful. But it's the writing and like a narrative game. Like yeah. games are like tell story, tell big narrative. It's like it's among the best narrative I have ever experienced in a video game. Nice. Music is really good too. It doesn't. I don't think a lot of people talk about the music in Disco Elysium, or at least I haven't heard many people talk about it. I have the streamer it, version playing. Extremely so evocative. Oh, because yeah, because yeah. yeah so I'm streaming all of it. So I have the there's a there's an option to make it streamer friendly. So I don't know if I'm missing actually really good music. Well, kind of I don't know about out. that, but I like even just the environmental stuff, like just the way they score the city, like it plays like its general themes are so evocative of like just where your head's at, like kind of haunted, mm. kind of depressed, like kind of mysterious. Mm. Like it just hits all the right tones with the music. Yeah. Like yeah. you talk it, about disco Elysium and the theme music plays in my head. And that doesn't happen often. Oh, yeah. I definitely things. feel depressed when I'm trying to like, uh, contemplate whether I'm going to try a skill check to, uh, hit on the, uh, fish lady. Here's some of it here. Okay. You want to hear uh, some of that sound? Yeah, that sound sound familiar? So I have oh, no yeah. connection to any of that. That's the main theme. Here, I'll skip that song. So lots of really like eerie, ambient. Oh, I'm a big fan of that. I like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's very, it's very. That track is very ambient. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, it makes you think of like uh, overcast and gray peninsula or sort of marsh towards ocean or and just wind blowing in your hair uh, it's yeah depressing like it's a it's a real downer of a video game but <laughs> but it'll make you laugh like you'll be like this sucks and then something funny will happen you'll be like oh this, is, this game's so awesome weird yeah. um yeah. all right i need to finally play it let's get to the final moment of our day which is this that's a good question quick email from austin from Tooele, utah that's not far from me it's kind of a dump I hope he's all right out there anyway just kidding it's fine it's okay wow that's fine. It's what just did you say? Wait, I missed that. <laughs> Jeez. This guy lives about 45 minutes west north of me, and it's a, it's a place called Tuella, and it's just kind of a, I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, it was always a dump out there. Maybe it's better now. I don't know. Might be great. Well, thanks for writing in. Yeah, but thanks for writing in. Uh, <laughs> thanks Austin for your says, email. Sorry you live in a dump. <laughs> 
<laughs> now let's read your email. <laughs> they were like near the center of that big earthquake we had uh, in 2020. And I always felt bad for everybody out there. But anyway, uh, or I might be thinking of Magna where they got bad water and stuff. You know what, Toila? I may be thinking of Magna. Sorry, you're okay. Right, well, now we've just drugged two different places. Yeah, Magna's so a shithole. better now. Uh, don't drink the water <laughs> in Magna. Magnet listeners are going to be like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Oh, we were safe for a minute. He got us confused with the other place, and then he pulled us right in, too. There you go. Uh, He says this, been catching up on a ton of core, and a question came to me. Would you eat dragon beef, and what would be the best way to make it? Um, How about other mythical creatures? What would be uh, the line for you, like the ability to talk, human hybrids, others, or other reasons? Uh, Would you eat mermaids, surf and turf? Uh, These are all questions from Austin. Uh, well, what a question! <laughs> like, how close to cannibalism are you comfortable with? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, no if kidding. it has gills and it looks human, that? are you cool? Yeah, I mean, I'd eat dragon beef. That's fine. I definitely. Well, what if it was a talking dragon? Like, what if it's the uh, like I super, am the last one, uh, like and then you're like, I'm gonna eat you. And yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't you have to purify dragon beef? Like, if it had magic in it, like dragon you beef. wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to grow fifty nipples on your forehead after eating <laughs> dragon beef. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 50 nipples yep. oh man the magic of the dragon gave me ultimate power and 50 nipples I was thinking of Ash Maggard now he has disgusting things on him and I'm like he, you definitely get gnashed I don't know yeah. what I'd want I mean I wouldn't eat a mermaid like here's the thing I'll know it when you know when it's offered to me like if yeah, somebody offered me Ariel. a mermaid yeah. if, if somebody offered me a mermaid I'd be like no if somebody offered me a dragon and it was in a realm where they were like monstrous dragons, I'd definitely eat that. Like, sure. Yeah, and what if it was like, what if it was Reign of Fire dragons? Those are dicks. They don't talk. Yeah, I'd eat that. Yeah, yeah you just you just cook it. In general, like, Whoa, I assume... Oh, here's the question. What about Final Fantasy fourteen dragons? No, no. I wouldn't no, either, no, but no. for the different, for very what's, different what's wrong reasons. With, I, I wouldn't eat them because they look uh, like they, they taste talk, like... They're, they're way too sentient. They look like they, they taste like sentient. chalk and dirt. I don't want anything to do with eating them. No, it hasn't had. That's got nothing. I think all animals are sentient, guys. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, they'll have a conversation <laughs> like, with you that? about it. Like, you'll find out in Final Fantasy, like, if you ate a dragon, then you would have to hear from the dragon's brother later. Yeah. And he would identify himself as that dragon's brother. Okay. So, and that he's the really cow's sad like, that moo, 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 moo. And what he's saying is, you kill my brother, you're like, I don't care. I'll, I'll, yeah, right. Cow. If I don't I understand. Don't speak English, then you're like, I, I don't it. understand the language, then it doesn't matter. But the dragons, they speak to you. And not only that, but the whole <laughs> point of the Final Fantasy dragons is that. They uh, they hold grudges for a really long time. Uh, yeah. So like my uh, like if I had a, a great 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 grandson, he might get killed by a dragon because I ate a dragon. Yeah. Like that's the whole point in the Final Fantasy universe is like they live for a very long time, so their grudges last for a very long time. Right. Also, like dragons like get reincarnated and shit all the time in some places too like yeah. what happens if you kill a dragon eat it and it comes back reborn and you're like uh i'd be sorry. like well it worked out fine for you yeah because they're people sometimes too but like i just can't get this picture out of my head of a cow standing on two back feet going like shut up cow i don't understand you that means your food yeah you must i must eat you no like I just can't. I have to draw that cow now. Do you guys ever been on a farm? Yeah, well, I, yeah. 
I punched a cow in the nose once. I felt bad about it. I'll never do Why? it. Really? Yeah. Was that real? It was a it was a thing this neighbor guy who had a bunch of cows. <laughs> what? He was crying, <laughs> by the way, and punched a cow. He thought he thought it would it was real funny to like <laughs> he thought, this cow thought he was real cool. <laughs> by the way, I punched a cow in the nose once. <laughs> Some real <laughs> weird brag. He said it wouldn't hurt him, and I don't, it's not true, and I feel bad about it now. But this is probably like 16 or something. And the cow would come over, he'd lure it over there with a cube of food, you know, with the grass cubes, and it would come over and it would hang its head over the thing, thinking it was going to get a thing. It would do this over and over because cows are stupid as dirt. And he would rear back and punch it square in the nose. It was about the same size as our fist, and snot, cow snot would go everywhere, and the cow would go oh, cool. run the other way. He made me, I, he didn't make me. I did it once when the cow returned and I felt guilty about it and I have it ever since. But yes, I punched the cow in the nose. That's a horrible story. I know, it is a horrible <laughs> story. Right. Like I'm so glad you told it because I'm going to take so little shit for saying like, if I can't understand it, I can eat it. <laughs> now that like, you've told the story the about the nose, punching up, an innocent cow in the nose. <laughs> yeah, well, he did. I was stuff. sitting there and I was like, oh man, the feedback on this isn't going to be good. John said yeah. he'd eat it if he didn't understand it and that's okay yeah. but now cows, scott's punching cows in the nose for no good reason well it could be worse like he he would actually throw those cube things at him and then back them into a electric fence and he was really mean to these cows and i'll admit we ate some of the beef from the cows because they would grow them to to then kill them and eat them these weren't yeah. milk cows they were steers and uh the meat was always tough and not good and i think it's because they're so stressed out those cows because people are That's punching them. Yeah, stressed animals don't taste as good. Yeah, like it's kind of awful. It was. It was. I felt so guilty about punching it. I went and told my mom. Mom, I feel really bad. What'd you do? I punched a cow in the nose, and I think she was relieved because she thought I was going to say, "Yeah, I got some girl pregnant," or uh, <laughs> right. set fire to a building, or you know, I don't know what she thought yeah. I was going to say, but yeah, it was. Uh, those were the days. Punching. Well, cows. you know, you made a mistake, but. I mean, a mistake. I don't know if that's a mistake. Sounds like a mistake. It's a mistake. But no, you felt bad about it and you didn't do cows. it. Yeah. I mean, I you shouldn't that. abuse animals. I think that's, I think, you know. Yeah. I yeah. agree. And yeah. I wouldn't do it today to save, I wouldn't do it if you, you demanded I do it. You'd have to say that you're going to kill my family before I'd punch another cow in the nose. But, hmm. but yeah. When but you're if 16, that couch was, if that, if that, cow was like stealing your car then you'd be okay to <laughs> yeah like you're you're trained at least if there's a cow thief, a thief they're, they're cow so dumb though like the third time he did it like a third time after i did it and i swear these cows are so dumb he's like oh i forgot all about what just happened i'll come over there again and think you're gonna give me the cube of food like they're really dumb cows are dumb not saying it uh, justifies it still they're stupid well maybe the cow's just that hungry he's like you know it's worth it that maybe i might get food that i'll take the punch to the nose yeah that's a good point and then he did and it then that's even sadder yeah i want the fourth time he finally went moo 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 and put his hands up <laughs> you can cut it out cut it out in my <laughs> so language of moo. <laughs> and we understood him so we wouldn't need him yep i go. you know what though i so like i have a theory that like dodos yeah. you know the extinct bird yeah like i have a theory from, that those were teams? no uh, that they're <laughs> that they were the uh the most delicious food ever yeah. Because they're extinct. Yeah. So, like, to me, the more mythological, probably the more delicious. Because <laughs> if it if they're gone, yeah. it means things are munching on them a lot. Yeah. 
Whereas if there's plenty of them, you know, they're down the list for predators. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we'll settle for that. I could really go for some dodo, but we we messed up. They're all gone. Mm -hmm. And now all we have is this. Yeah. Yeah, so in general, I'm I'm up to try most of it. But yeah, like I don't want to eat a mermaid. That's weird. No, that is weird. Like even if it's tail only, like. <laughs> what if the OK mermaid shows up, uh, flops up on the shore and goes, I had a good life and then dies. And you're like, uh -huh. well, I'm not going to waste this lower fish part. Would you just eat the fish? Well, part? Wait a minute. Did she just tell me she had a good life or did she say she wanted me to eat? eat no okay what if she said she, she had a good life she passed away yeah, she just passed cool. away but it's a mermaid just, you're not gonna bury it and right she's older so. too let's say well, you can, you why can bury wouldn't that, you bury it well, you bury, could bury a bury, mermaid yeah, it's a mermaid seems... not a human they don't bury people they're in the water <laughs> they just well, float yeah, upside dump down her back in the water yeah no no, they no, no. They, they, they do the opposite of bury and let them float to the top but in your case you're starving you're on this island you have no other source of food you can eat the tail bury the torso you got this yeah, I mean, if it was, you know, if it was a survival situation, I guess I'd eat a mermaid tail. I guess the question is, is it man meat in the tail or fish meat in the upper body? It's definitely fish meat for a little while, but it depends on if, like, mermaid uh, tails are, like, sleeping bags. It's like, do you eventually find feet within, or is it, like... No, no, no. It's 100% a... 100% a tail. It's a fish. It's gotta be a fish. It's not... This isn't... It can't work that way. It has to. It has to be one unified. But what if it? But what if it does, Bo? We're talking about mermaids. There's no set rules. It could work that way. Yeah, we know. There's some canon way. somewhere that covers this that is super official. Yeah. Well, I wrote. I wrote down the best quote I've heard all day. Maybe my whole life. Uh, John Jagger uh, today, the uh, 16th day of September, 2021, said, "Quote: I guess if it's a s survival situation, I would eat a mermaid tail." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I want that to be Good the title. Quote. It's too long, but yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to keep that forever. Uh, well, well done. No better way to end it than that. Uh, big thanks again for that email there, Chucklehead. What's his name? Uh, Austin. Thank you for that. That was great. <laughs> that was great. And uh, I'll get out to Tuella sometime and eat my words. I'm sure it's fine out there now. You guys are great. Keep it up, Tuella. Uh, that's it for the show. A reminder that this entire uh, thing, this whole proposition is brought to you by you at home supporting us at patreon.com slash core show we need that to continue to keep the show on the air so please please belly up and big thanks to everybody who does patreon.com slash core show and you can find the show at frogpants.com slash core you can send those emails to talk to the core at gmail.com and follow us all on twitter bo schwartz john jagger john underscore jagger rather scott johnson and core pod that will do it before we go core john pod. final words John? What, wait, who are you asking for? You. From me? You, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, if you're if you're in a survival situation and all you have to eat is a centaur, uh, just think about this. You have to choose between man meat or horse meat. Horse meat. That's a, oh, that's a terrible choice. Because I don't really want either. That's a great one. If you have to eat, which side do you go with? Which has the least amount of hair? Man, man right? All right. Doesn't yeah, matter. yeah. Well, you could shave that all off either way, right? That's true. What if Bayonetta? Like, what have I been doing with my meat this whole time? Would you eat? Would, would you eat? Would you eat Bayonetta? Bayonetta died. Like, have no other food. No, I would. I okay. eat the horse side. You'd, no, if Bayonetta was there, if she died. Oh, if Bayonetta was there. Yeah. I don't know. Her she's hair not hair a mermaid or a horse. She's like <laughs> she's a human a person. Like, well, she's not necessarily a person. She's like a witchy, <laughs> demony person, isn't she? Like, maybe she's from somewhere else. I don't remember. 
I have seen her hair horse. turn into clothes. Maybe her hair can turn into other things. Yeah. Her hair can turn into beef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll feed us. I don't know. Before we cut your hair, can you please change your hair to meat so we can feed the <laughs> <laughs> nations with it? Yeah. Go, but only if she dies <laughs> saying, I've had a good life. Yeah. If she says that, then everything's justified. Uh, Bo, Bo, any final words from you? Don't punch a gift cow in the snout. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's oh, good. Wow, that is actually pretty good. Uh, that'll do it. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next time with more. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs>